0: Look at you, Johnny Punctual. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I say 8 o'clock, you're there (laughs) 5-2. Impressive, Martin Ferretti, host of the Nerdy Legion podcast.
1: Not only that, you should be proud of me because I remembered to press record.
0: Oh, even more impressed. Uh Uh-huh. I like it. I'm on the ball today. Look at you, man. Mm -hmm. New month, new you. I mean, it's the end of the month, but okay. Well, it's coming up. It's coming.
1: (laughs) Hey, do you decorate
0: your outside for the holidays?
1: You mean like...
0: uh, Outside the house, like the bushes? Oh, okay. I thought you
1: meant like, like, do I wear my Christmas shirt and Santa hat?
0: Do you decorate your nether regions for the holidays? Yes, that's what I was curious about.
1: Well, of course. I, <laughs> I put
0: icicles down my pants. Oh, man. Uh-huh. But you, you don't change cool your there. your uh, uniform, your black I mean, t-shirt, jeans, uniform. No. That's year-round, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's year-round, baby. Uh, no. Well, I know you have your Christmas tree up year-round. No, no, no. Just change the lights or or don't turn them on until.
1: Listen, don't let my wife hear you say that. It is not a Christmas tree. It is
0: is called a house tree. Ah, the old house
1: tree. Yes. Right now, it is a Christmas tree.
0: Ah, so you plug the lights in.
1: The lights are always plugged in year round. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's awesome
1: Listen, you know about This is a smart tree, okay? It's controlled by an app And so every month we change it To match whatever the holiday is that month So last month yes. for Thanksgiving It was like orange and red and green And stuff, whatever it was uh, sure. Now now it's red, green, and white For Christmas
0: oh.
1: uh, Come January I don't know what we do And then uh, for, for Valentine's It's red and pink Oh, for Saint Patrick's It's like shades of green. No, oh. mm-hmm. so you're yeah, festive
0: year round. Oh yeah, we we rock it out at this house. <laughs> well, do you decorate the outside of your house for for the holidays?
1: So I used to, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I'm not I'm not big of a Christmas guy. Sure. So uh, actually, you know what? We don't decorate for any holiday this year. Uh, not even Halloween.
0: I was going to say, you're a Halloween guy.
1: I know, but you know, I'm busy. I'm busy, you know?
0: I know. Uh, Money
1: is a battery. Time times energy equals money. And I have limited energy and limited time. And so, uh, therefore, I uh, don't
0: decorate. Gotcha. Gotcha, Mm -hmm. gotcha. So I don't. Do you decorate for your house? Uh, We have those uh, blankets of lights that they, not recently, but, you know, in the last years. I was going to say,
1: you sit outside in your lawn chair with your, your heated blanket, that's your Christmas yes, decoration. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, we throw the blanket of lights over. We have some, like, bushes out there, oh, like square bushes out there that the association trends. Uh-huh. So Listen, see, I have you, like, no one's
1: talking to you. I have, like, four blankets. Uh, oh, that. I see. So. I see. This episode brought to you by Manscaped. Shave them blankets. Don't oh. get lift out in the cold. Manscaped.com slash interlegion. ten percent. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. I uh, yeah. I used to hang I used to hang up lights and stuff around the house, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I
0: quit doing. That. Well, for me, it's it's really easy because. And I mean, trust me, I milk it as much as I can. Like, oh, this stinks. Oh, I got to go out and do that. But truly, it is laying four blanket of lights over each bush. Uh, Daisy chain them together. Put it in an extension cord with like a timer that's a dusk till dawn timer. I'm pretty much done in about 10 minutes. It's not rocket science.
1: Yeah, no, that's nice.
0: Like, my, my brother has, like, all these inflatables and animation, and la- mm. he has, like, a laser show that shows on the side of his house. That's and I'm true. just like, oh, I can't do that. No, no, no. Mm. Or if I put that much effort into it, I would want to see that for, like, three months out of the year. Like, no. Doing that for a month? Oh, my God. Come on.
1: Now. I was going to say, if I did all that, I'd just leave the stuff
0: out. Yeah, that makes sense. Like like our house tree. <laughs> There you go. See? Well, there's plenty of people in New Lennox that you see their lights are like strands of lights along the gutter. Yeah. And they just leave them up year-round. Like, you yeah. still see them. The smart yeah. ones bought the green or the brown cords, so they sort of are camouflaged. But uh. we're a pretty hokey-pokey community, so there's plenty of white strands that stand out. Ooh, 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 they stand out.
1: See, I see. here's the thing. My gutters are white, so I always oh, got the white lights. There you go, there you go. Because then you couldn't see them. That makes sense. But they don't last that long if you just keep them out there year-round, you know what I mean?
0: True, very true. Like, yeah, the elements I mean, get to them.
1: Yeah, the elements get to them. They're not like an, an, a year-round
0: thing. Oh, trust me. Each of my blankets, I have four. Each of them at least have two strands burned out on them so i have to plug them in figure out where the holes are and then like crinkle up a little like sections so they 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 won't stand out and look like a zebra walked into the bush oh yeah pain in the ass but the you know of course julie the cruise director she's like well maybe at the end of the season we could buy some on clearance and i was like yeah sure and in my head i'm like you don't think everybody buys those blankets of lights? Like those are the new hot thing. Like those are going to be the first things gone before even the Reese's peanut butter, whatever they are. Peanut. I almost said pumpkins, and then I almost said uh, eggs, but I know those aren't right. What's the re- Oh no, what's the Reese's Christmas one?
1: Yeah, it's like a tree, isn't it?
0: There you go. Yeah, Christmas tree. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I couldn't Christmas picture tree. the shape. <laughs> oh, but that's man. the that's the quandary, kiddo. That's the I quandary. uh I did those uh, light blankets
1: on the bushes one year, and uh, I made the mistake of putting them away. So the next year, I couldn't get the damn blanket untangled.
0: Oh no! Yeah. See, yeah. we I have this like shelving system that has like long, like where the shelf should end. The previous homeowner. I think just use like a two by four. So it comes out two feet and then there's another two feet of wood. That's just like the brace of the shelf and it's sticking out. Like if I, if I drove your car, like a big car, like a van, a big truck or a van, that two foot would be inside your car. Every time you pulled into the drive, listen, I don't have a big car anymore. It sticks out that, but I'm just saying it sticks out that far. It's like, it's so insane. But it is perfect to throw the blanket of lights on. I'll, I'll give them that.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: We'll make it work. We'll make it work. No, that's cool. I uh, No, I think
1: uh, I think my wife's just like, meh, Christmas.
0: <laughs> I get it. And I hate to say it, really, how many times are you outside in the dark to pull up outside your house in the dark that you'll actually notice those lights? Like, I get it if the kids still believe in Santa, sure. But we rarely are outside. It's not like we're coming in. Like, I work remote. So, like, the chance of me going outside when it's dark and coming in and being like, look at all these lights. That's awesome. (laughs) Rare. But I will say, uh, like, this year, um, Julie, the cruise director, was like, okay, this weekend. It was a couple weeks ago. I I did it early. This weekend, we're going to have to put up all all the decorations. Get the lights up. Because for me, I love the dumb twinkle lights. Like, sign me up. Like, Christmas lights, I'm all about it. It's, mm. it's just awesome. Um, so she said that. And, of course, as you well know, Julie, the cruise director, she's in bed by seven. Yeah. So she goes up on a Friday night in bed by seven. Me? I put on a commentary track on <laughs> Cold, Cold Check, the Night Stalker. <laughs> which, by the way, I finished. Uh, I only have have three more commentary tracks to listen to, but I watch the actual episodes. They're all done. Nice. nice. Um, so Friday night I put that on and dude, I don't know about you, but like putting up decorations used to be such a pain in the ass. I finally figured out, you know what you do, dummy? You buy big, huge totes. (laughs) Yeah. You completely write on them exactly what's in there. And you micromanage it, and dude, I micromanage it like it's a Tetris game. It's like that motherfucker, like everything has a place in those totes, and they all fit like perfectly in there. So Mm -hmm. I'm just so economical with it. And this is the first year that after, because I did it last year, instead of just having things strewn about in the basement, I did this. So this is the first year I'm like, I pull out one tote, and I completely forgot that I wrote down all this stuff. Pulled out one, and I'm like, that doesn't sound like the stuff I need right now. Because I want to do the railing, and I want to do the, like, garland down the railing with the lights. And we have these, like, crystal snowflakes that you have to hang individually. Oh. So I found that tote, pulled it out, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> pulled out the other tote, bam, 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 Grabbed the tree, almost fell fell over, bringing it up stairs, but who the hell cares. Put it down. <laughs> shockingly all the lights worked (laughs) shocking and i had that mother effort done i I watched two and a half episodes or listened to the commentary track of two and a half episodes and the whole thing was done and then julie the cruise director came down saturday morning boom huge surprise santa claus was here guess what (laughs) the entire room done the upstairs still wasn't done because she was sleeping but still has got me good. a lot of brownie points. And to be honest with you, after two and a half hours and being all like, because you know how that stuff is, like you pull it up once a year. So it's just full of dust and dirt that accumulates over that year. But after two and a half hours, wash the hands, sit down, had the twinkle lights going, turned off all the lights. Dude, it was so like gratifying. It felt so good. Nothing was burned out. I didn't have to replace anything. I didn't break anything. I didn't wake her up. <laughs> so good. So awesome. Pat pat myself on the back. I felt like Tim the Toolman Taylor. It was great. <laughs> or I nice. should say Tim the Toolman Taylor mixed with uh um what's his name? God, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh the guy that used to host Project Runway.
1: Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. You know that. Make it work,
0: guys. Yeah. I felt like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a lot of decorating.
1: What's his name? Let me look at Tim up.
0: Gunn. Tim Gunn. There you go. I was thinking Tim Tracker, but I'm like, no. That's a YouTube personality. Not to be confused with James Gunn.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's
0: a good one. I mean, they look just alike, really. I did Think. watch the uh, HBO Max. They finally put out uh, a first-run Christmas movie.
1: Uh-huh.
0: That the Mariah Christmas. Carey special? No. 8 <laughs> Christmas. Eight-bit <laughs> Christmas? Yep. Okay. 8 bit Christmas, and it was set in the late 80s, and it was around the fever of all of these kids in middle school trying to obtain the hard to find, hard to get uh, Nintendo, su- uh, the Super Nintendo system. Uh huh. And there was a lot of stuff that I could relate to. Um, I was going back and forth with Glenn about it uh, for whatever reason he was. He was uber critical, but I was just like, dude, come on. I'm I'm like, did you not read my post? My post pretty much said it's a a, what if John Hughes did a Christmas story? Mm -hmm. Like John Hughes does some good like heartfelt stuff, but a Christmas story, sure, it's a classic. But if you like peel back some layers to it, it ain't that great of a movie. Like, come on. But 8 Big Christmas did the same thing. There's like Neil Patrick Harris plays the father and he's narrating the story because he's the, the kid, the main kid during the flashback to the 80s trying to get the Super Nintendo, trying to convince his parents to get it, trying to sell all these wreaths for his Boy Scout troop. Whoever sells the most, you know, can get a Super Nintendo. So they go through that. It is it's very much a Christmas story
1: interesting see I here here we go unpopular opinion sure I, I hate Christmas movies sure
0: yeah no big they're deal s- they're so and you hate happy and too, chipper but I'm still gonna talk about them sorry
1: I know I know I know I
0: know hey that
1: musical yeah. we went to I liked the what was it called the angry really? age Hedgewick and the angry yeah. age yeah that was great yeah. it was like uh, it was like a mini Rocky Horror Picture Show
0: yeah, it's a good musical. Yeah, uh, but yeah,
1: I, I'm just not a big fan. I don't like I don't like sappy happy stuff. Boo, Patooey. Patooey. That's what I say to oh, happiness.
0: I'm, I'll I'll take I'll take that saccharine stuff for about three weeks out of the year. Mm. Nope, and me. believe me, it, it it is not it's not Dune. It's not it's not going to be a Christmas classic, but. Hey, what the heck? Mm. It was cheery, and it was upbeat, and it had, it had a decent message. No, that's cool.
1: I can yeah. dig it. I can
0: dig it. it I, uh, I haven't watched anything happy. In fact, quite the
1: opposite. Everything I watch is very oh. sad and depressing, because I'm a oh, sad, no. depressing person. Mm-hmm.
0: Should it's I true. tell you what I went from 8-Bit Christmas to another HBO show? Uh-huh. Hammer Horror Films, Dracula, A.D. <laughs> 1972. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw you posted on that. Yeah. How was Completely, it? Completely. Come on. Wait, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but it so fit the bill. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to know going in. Come on. Come on. But who uh... the hell cares? It's, it's just, oh. Give me anything with Peter Cushing or Christopher Lee in it, I'm there. Yeah. I'm just there. I don't care. I'm just there. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I believe. You know what's great about HBO Max? The little all the way over when you go to a movie, they'll have the play symbol, the plus symbol to add it to your queue. Yep. And then they have the little like director action click, whatever the hell that thing's called. I'm sure it has a name, but I don't know what it is. But it's whenever it's like Friends episode three, take one click that thing. They have that ah, symbol all the yes. way over to the to the right took me about a month and a half to discover, what the hell is this? Let me click on it. Oh my gosh, it's the trailer to the movie or the TV show or whatever.
1: I was going to say, every time I see
0: one of those, it's a trailer. Yes, but that's so good. Believe me, (laughs) you think I would just immediately be like, Dracula, AD, 1972. Like, no. But then you watch the trailer, it's like, oh, I got to watch that right now. (laughs) Done and done. Julie, the cruise director, you just watched that Christmas movie with me. Time for you to go upstairs because I got 72 <laughs> to watch.
1: So good. See, so I do like that they have a separate button for it. Because, like, yeah. on, actually, you know what? And Netflix got smart because they used to just autoplay the trailer. Uh, and, like, mm-hmm. if you do it on TV, it still does. But on the mm. app, it plays the trailer as you're browsing the movie or show page. But it plays it on mute. Yes. Yes, I
0: love that. Yeah. See that? that that's that's really I don't mind. Funny. I don't
1: mind you playing the trailer. That's fine because I want to see what I'm going to be watching. Sure. But I don't want to hear the sound.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Right. Yeah. Only only if I hit unmute because sometimes it's so loud. Oh, I know. Like it'll just start playing and it's like a big, huge explosion. It's like, oh, I didn't expect that to come out of my speakers. What the hell? Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing I did discover when I go through because I do love the HBO newly. New, newly released uh-huh. tile or section or whatever it is. When you go left to right, we go scroll across horizontally, I'm like, oh, let, oh, recently added. That's it, recently added. I always go through that just because it's a great way to like. I don't want to go to the TCM page. I don't want to go to Studio Ghibli page. I just, I want everything right there, and they do a good version of that. Scrolling through, I saw some holiday films. Then I came across a film. Never even knew it existed. It was released in two thousand three. Um, it has the dude that voiced over. What the hell's that show? Oh God! I want to. No, it's not. It's A Wonderful Life. It's not Small World. Shit! It was on ABC in the eighties. Oh, I don't know. With the kid, the the guy that's looking back at his life. It's a boy and he was interested in that Winnie Cooper.
1: Oh, um, crap.
0: Yes. Wonder Years. Wonder, Wonder Years.
1: years. Yes. Yeah, yes.
0: Yes. Daniel yes, yes. Stern. Daniel Stern. Wow, I can't believe I pulled that name out. He stars in it. The original starred my guy from Kolchak Night Stalker, Darren McAvoy. They came out with Christmas Story 2. No, it's too much. It's uh, it, too much. It, it, I'm telling you, I'm no. telling you if you have HBO no. Max go watch that trailer it is hideous it is amazingly bad it, whether no. you're a fan of the original film or not it's almost like Osmosis you everyone has seen that stupid movie <laughs> but I'm telling you you watch this now and it is just god awful every bit of it was god awful
1: <laughs> oh uh, listen, unpopular opinion. I think Christmas Story is god
0: awful. So I
1: can only imagine a sequel to Christmas Story being extremely I'm, awful.
0: I'm telling you, you should just go watch. It's just terrible. Just terrible. Here, here's what it's I almost know like. Now. You're watching. It's almost like you're watching a Saturday Night Live mm. skit of what a Christmas Story sequel could be. It's it's that bad. It has like. Like Ralphie, it's an older kid, probably 15 years old, with an obvious dyed blonde hair that looks completely out of place. And then his kid brother doesn't look like he aged more than two years, but Ralphie looks like he aged 15 years. Hmm. It's so bizarre. And then Daniel Stern as the father, and oh my God. And they just retread everything. I'm telling you, like, I'm sure the Bumpus' dogs come back into that kitchen. For whatever reason, oh it, it's just like, oh my! god. I'm telling you, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit. It was crazy how stupid it was.
1: See, and this is why Die Hard is the best Christmas movie of all time.
0: It is. That's a see? good movie any time of the year. That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I like this kind of see. Like, so here's here's my kind of Christmas movie.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Die Hard. Yes. The night, the night before Christmas. Sure. Reindeer games.
0: Oh, that's a good
1: one. You know what I mean? I want uh-huh. stuff blowing up. <laughs> or oddly creepy things happening. What was that movie that I watched? There's like, uh, like a Norwegian, oh, Krampus. That's oh what it's yeah. Called. Uh, where they find Santa Claus has been frozen in an iceberg for like whatever, a long time. And they get it out of the iceberg and it's not Santa Claus, it's the Krampus. And he goes in a murdering spree. Mm. It's the greatest terrible movie of all time. You know it's a great Christmas movie? Dead Snow. Have you ever seen that? With the I the Nazi all... zombies? I
0: think you suggested Dead Snow. Dead Snow. <laughs> <laughs> See? Now we're talking. That's a Christmas I, movie. I like the adaptation of Claws that's on Netflix, I think. The, the The comic book? Yeah, the Grant Morrison comic. Oh,
1: wait. Have I seen that?
0: I don't think I've seen that. I don't know, but it's good. It's really good. Is it? It's on yep. Netflix.
1: Yep. Ooh, that's so weird. My browser's, like recommending NFTs to me. <laughs> nice. How does that nice. happen? Uh, Klaus.
0: It seems like your browse your browser knows what you search for.
1: It was so weird. Like I opened a new blank tab, and the uh, you know they put they throw like background images on there, right? Uh, the background image was like a freaking Yacht Club NFT. Huh. How weird uh people have no idea what i'm talking about um uh, damn i can't find klaus you sure it's on netflix it was last year two years ago oh shit it might not be on there anymore uh but here you we know go. what See? i can do alien christmas now we're talking
0: what the ridley ridley scott franchise
1: no it looks like an, an animated thing
0: alien christmas oh an
1: alien crash somewhere during christmas that's what we're talking about it's animated so it can't be terrible
0: yeah, Klaus. Yeah, Klaus is on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, K-L-A-U-S. Yeah. Oh, In 2019. That... Is it animated? Yeah, Jason Schwartzman does the voice. And J.K. Simmons does the voice of Klaus.
1: Rude humor and mild action. Oh, that is it. Well, farts. All right, I added it to my list.
0: It's a good um, one for the whole family.
1: I'll uh, I'll add it. I started watching, what did I watch last night? I watched the first episode of Arcane last night. Okay. Um, cause you know, I finished, uh, I finished Midnight
0: Mass. Fantastic.
1: Uh, yeah, so I, I can't believe it. I got
0: a rec- recommendation on that.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I can't believe it either, but you did. Oh, I, I got to right. mute this, this chat here. Hang on a second. <gasps> I need to mute this chat for eight hours. That's how long this podcast will take. <laughs> um, Arcane. No, I got that from, uh, from the dream boat, Julian. Ooh. Uh, I'll talk about it briefly because I'm not too far in. I only watched like an episode and a half, and then I fell asleep. Not because it was boring; Where are you it was streaming great. it. It's on Netflix. Okay, good. Um, it's animated, but it's like it's like cell, it's like three D cell shaded art. Um oh. It's it's done by some like animated art house in France. But the reason that it was recommended by the Dreamboat is because it's based on the hit Riot Games game. League of Legends. Oh, my. Yeah, which I played one time with my brother when I was super drunk, and I Leroy Jenkins the shit out of it. Um, (laughs) So I know nothing about this game, but I started watching the show. It's actually really quite good. Um, And from what I watched, you don't need to know anything about this video game. Uh, In fact, rarely do I look up shows, but I looked it up, and all the critics agree. You need to know nothing about League of Legends to watch this. Um, Yeah. But it's good, like it's beautiful, and the story is, like really hmm. good. Yeah, I was very surprised. Uh, so, Arcane on Netflix. I'll report back on that.
0: But I think does he get more? Does Julian get more out of it since he is a league player?
1: Um, he didn't comment too much on it. So, you know, okay. we have a we have a group chat with my dad and my brothers, and uh, somebody had said something, and I was like, everyone needs to watch Midnight Mass right now. And Julian's like, watched it. It was awesome. And so then I was like hey, have you watched Cowboy Bebop? Because, you know, he's an anime guy. Yeah. And before he replied to that, he chimed in about Arcane. So I already had it on my list. Mm. Um, I actually, I ended up bumping a show just to see what Arcane was about. Because um, oh I had finished Midnight Mass and I started Hellbound on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and since Julius is something about Arcane, I was like, oh, it's next on my list. But let me just like watch an episode now. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's very good. And uh, Kaiwa Bebop, he said, uh, it's very different from the anime, but yeah. the main character is spot on.
0: Okay, because I still have to watch that. Okay. Yeah. Very excited. Well, and
1: my thing was like, dude, I haven't watched Kaiwa Bebop in like 20 years. You know what I right. mean? Right. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to remember shit about it.
0: Or if it just sort of hits the shadow of what the animated series was, you'll be like, yeah, they got it on. They nailed it. Yeah. You know, they're in the they ballpark. They got it on. <laughs> uh, but
1: Are... no, I do want to talk about Midnight Mass
0: Oh, please do
1: Alright, Midnight Mass, it's seven episodes on Netflix uh, They're like a little over an hour apiece Okay mm-hmm. um, yeah. Oh no, you wouldn't have watched it So it's from uh, I, I, know the
0: pre- I know the premise of it
1: So, okay, so the director is Mike Flanagan Okay, which uh, he did The House on, the, What is it? The Haunting of Hill House Mm-hmm and he did the kind of sequel, but not really because it's just an anthology. Uh, the haunting of Blythe Manor, which I haven't finished yet because I forgot all about it. Uh, but he's great and his wife's always in his shows and movies. Um, Indy so was that's in cool. that
0: one real creepy stalker. He acted in that creepy stalker film.
1: Which one was that? Was he, uh, in, he was in Hush? No, no, no. Oh, I thought you meant Hush. 'Cause he directed that and she, she's on. the main
0: character. You continue on, I'll find it.
1: Alright, you find it. Uh for anyone that hasn't seen Hush, highly recommend it. Go watch it. Um it's about a girl who is deaf mute and she's getting stalked by this like serial killer and her house is like in the middle of the woods. Oof. So yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Hush. I think yeah. that one it used to be on Netflix, I don't know if it still is. Um it's very tense all his stuff is very tense here's what I love about this guy like hush was a great movie but then like his TV shows are like what I consider to be real horror okay cool. um because like a lot of people watch horror movies and they think like zombies or vampires or like uh slasher flicks right uh mm-hmm. like you know Halloween like those kind of things or uh something like like um what do they call that horror porn like saw or a uh, human centipede like those kind of flicks mm-hmm. and like i get it but like that's not really horror right like romantic horror i'm talking about not romantic like love horror but romantic like from the 1800s um where it's more about like suspense okay like like the reason that alien is a horror film even though it's technically a sci-fi film um because it uses all the horror tropes of, like, the monster that you never see except, like, in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And that makes mm-hmm. it, like, extra creepy. Um, and so he's really good at doing that in his stuff. And in particular with House... Whatever it was. The Haunting of Hill House. It's, like, incredible. Um, and he does some of that in this show. So I wanted to watch it because the premise sounded interesting. And once I started watching the show, there's a twist that I didn't realize. Because generally, I don't read reviews. Um... And like I saw the trailer for this, but I didn't catch like the twists from the trailer. Wow! And uh, you didn't
0: you didn't guess the tra- the twist because usually you're pretty on with the guessing.
1: Oh no, I guess the twist pretty early. Ah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, but like, but once I started watching the show, um, not like all the twists, but like the main twist. Sure. And it's sure. not it's not like I, I don't want to say that it's like photographed, but like I think it's pretty obvious what the twist is. Okay, um, from the first episode, so uh, I'm gonna spoil it real quick. If you don't want the spoiler, cover your ears for five seconds. The twist is it's a vampire story.
0: Ooh nice.
1: yes. Um, but uh, but but it's not about that. It's about this town ta- this these people live in this town. It, it's just like a little island, okay, like thirty miles offshore. And, uh, like there was some oil spill or something years ago and like, it's, it was a fishing town. Right. And, and so because of this oil spill, a lot of people weren't making any money fishing. So they just left and went to live on the mainland. Um, and so like the town is basically dying, right? Like there's some young people, but not very many, uh, it's mostly old people or like retired people or like people that are still fishing. Um, and so like the economy sucks there, right? Like Everything's kind of run down. Uh, but the people that stay there just, like, really love this island because they've lived there their entire lives. And uh, the story, well, there was a twist with the main character that I did not expect. Um, but the main character has kind of, he left years ago, okay? He went to college and became, like, a, a startup VC or whatever. And uh, you learn in the first episode that, like, he partied too much and was uber drunk uh, got into a car wreck, and he was fine, but the girl that was riding in the car with him died, okay? And so he goes to prison for manslaughter for four years. And after the four years, he needs to go somewhere. And so, like, his his mom's, like, super excited for him to come back, but, like, everybody else is like, eh, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, And so throughout the season, you learn, like, how he got to that point and, like, why people feel the way they do about him. So a lot of the show is about like making amends. And so at one point, like, you know, part of his release entails that he got to AA, for example. Uh, but like the stuff that they discuss in AA is like stuff that they need to do like with each other basically, right? So it's about like rebuilding all these relationships, all like thinly veiled in this like uber religious fervor caused by this new preacher that comes into town. Um, because the, the preacher of their, their Catholic Church, I guess, there, Um, he was, like, in his late 80s, right? And he'd never been to uh, Israel. So the town, like, pitches in to ship him off to, to Israel to, like, you know, walk the path of Jesus. And during, like, he's got, like, dementia, basically. And during one of his outings, he gets separated from the group, ends up, like, getting lost in the desert, and there's a sandstorm, and this, like, I mean, they kind of described as a cave but like there's stairs and stuff going into it and there's like columns in the cave so it's more like maybe like an, like an early christian church where they're like hidden spots right far away so people don't like catch them and kill them um and in this cave there's a thing look i already gave a spoiler there's a vampire in there and he Ooh. bites the preacher uh and turns him into a vampire and so he comes back into town under a different name because obviously he looks 60 years younger. Huh. Um, and so nobody recognizes him except one lady who's, like, really deep in dementia. She's, like, the same age he is. And she's the do- the mother of the doctor of the town. And so, like, throughout the season, you learn, like, what his plan is. And basically, during communion on Sundays in church, he's been, like... Mm, I mean, you can imagine with all the blood imagery here uh, and the body and blood of Christ, he's been secretly like spiking the church wine with a little vampire blood.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes. So that leads to a bunch of twists like halfway through the season. Um. But, man, it's so good. Like, again, it there's vampires in it and they play a large part of the second half of the season. But it's mm-hmm. not it's not a vampire story at all. Um, huh. and like, yes, there are like deaths and yes, there's blood because it's a vampire story. Um, uh-huh. but it's like, I thought it was very tastefully done. Like any like really violent vampire deaths happen off screen. Um, even though you know, you see people like get bitten and stuff and sure. there's a scene towards the end that does entail a lot of blood. Um, but it's not like there's just shit gushing everywhere, you
0: know? Right. Right.
1: Um, but ultimately but is it like, really
0: like tense? i mean do they work on the tension like what what makes it more horry?
1: <clears throat> well for one like you don't really see this vampire for like a few episodes probably not really to like episode four mm. um like you might see this thing flying around but like you don't know what it is right or like even if he's like flying around town you're like "Ooh, is he gonna go somewhere and like murder someone violently but like nope none of that happens right um Again, like, things escalate towards the end, yes, um, so there may be a little bit of that, but again, most of it is off-screen, it's very, like, nonchalant. Uh, but again, it's just the fact that, like, you have all this tension where, like, they're playing with all these different tropes, and so you expect that, like, this thing will happen, but it doesn't happen because that's not what the show's about. Like, they're just using that as kind of an allegory for this other thing that's happening with this family and in this town. Um, You know, it's like, uh what was that show? Like, Pleasantville. Remember that movie Pleasantville? Oh, yeah. Where, like, everyone pretends everything's, like, perfectly normal because it's the 50s and everything's beautiful. But, like, secretly, like, everyone hates each other and, like, deceives each other or, like, cheats on each other or, like, wants to kill each other. Uh, there's a lot of
0: that. Gotcha. Right. So it's it's what's really happening in that town, yes. not just the facade that's like pulled over it.
1: Right. So they just like ignore all the bad stuff because if they accept it, they realize like how shitty their lives are. Right. Um. But like through all these allegories of vampires and AA and and Christianity and stuff, they like end up breaking a lot of those lines and like showing that like good people aren't always good and that people that uh, may appear to be evil, right? Like this main guy who's technically a murderer, right? Uh, mm-hmm. On record, isn't a bad person uh, because of the things that he undergoes through before and after. Um, and I think there was only like one jump scare and it mm-hmm. might've been just like in episode one um, because like the first couple episodes end with him like going to bed and you know, you see this in the first episode because the first episode ends with him going to bed in prison, Right. Um, and when he goes to bed, he sees the girl that he murdered, Ooh. um, like standing above him, like menacing. She's got like glass all in her face, right? Because she got into this car crash and it's like blinking because of the police lights, right? The, the red and blue lights. Um, uh-huh. so it's almost like she's got Christmas lights all over her body. Uh, but it's like Ooh. the shards of glass that are embedded in her. Um, and that's when you start to realize that like, Okay, all the stuff that I saw in this episode, that's not what the show's about. Like, there's some, like, ominous stuff happening in the background.
0: Ah. Mm-hmm. Very neat. Very neat yeah. way to approach that.
1: Yeah, but it's very good. And, uh, I know Rob watched it because he, uh, he commented on Twitter. Oh, I'm back on Twitter. We should talk about that later. Um, I know Rob watched it and really enjoyed it. Uh, if you're, if you're like, I think you can watch this show in a couple different ways. It is, like, very philosophical. Like, there is a lot of talk about, like, what happens after death. Um, mm. Or, like, you know, if if bad shit happens to me, like, where was God to stop it kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, it's all, like, veiled in a lot of imagery, in particular with this vampire thing going on in the background.
0: But yeah, Does this set it up for uh, season two? No. Okay. No. Uh,
1: none of his shows do. They all end. They just, They just end.
0: So it's a decisive end, which is good.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Um, I wasn't a fan of, like, the very last scene of this. Uh, and I'm not going to say what it is because it spoils, like, something that happens to one character. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm like, ah, eh, did you need to put that on there? like, all right, cool. So, like, that happened. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would have rather it ended with these characters on this boat. Uh, and that was it. And not have this conversation that happens after, but whatever. It was fun. Uh, but the show's fantastic. And again, it's only seven episodes, an hour apiece. So it's not like a huge investment really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, it was so good. You know what it reminds me of? I watched, uh, what was the name of that show? Kaja? I think it was called Kaja. Um, kind of similar, like weird premise. Uh, Kaja is icelandic i think it's an icelandic show uh also netflix Mm. and it's like again this town like you know that was built on an iceberg basically and like there's barely anybody left in this town uh and everyone suffered like a ton of trauma and there's a there's an explosion of this volcano i think the volcano is called kaja so the show's called that way uh there's this volcanic eruption and like this girl comes out of the volcano like covered in ashes uh, and it turns out that it's, like, one of the main characters' sisters that died, like, years ago um, oh. on this, like, ice expedition. And then, like, as the volcano keeps erupting, like, other people keep emerging from this volcano that have died. Um, except, like, this one weird twist where, like, one of the characters that emerges isn't dead. Um, she's still alive. But it's, like, a version of her from 30 years ago that comes out of the volcano. Um, Whoa. and, and so these characters are like trying to deal with the repercussions of this, right? So like, there's a kid, for example, that comes back and, you know, these parents ended up getting divorced because they were in a car wreck and a kid died and they lived and so they blamed each other and they got divorced. Um, and so now they're dealing with like the kid coming back and like the dad takes it one way and the mom another. And so like maybe they rekindle, maybe they don't. Um, but it turns out that like these spoiler for, uh, the show. Uh, these, these people that are coming back aren't the actual people. It's some like mystical creation of the volcano, basically. Hmm. Um, to allow these people to like recover from their trauma. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Kaja. Very good. It's super slow though. Like, uh, Midnight Mass is not, it, like, it's slow, but it's got like the buildup, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Kaja was just kind of slow throughout. Was it one of spirits.
0: those you might like? You know, if you've watched this, you might like to. You might like this type of recommendation. Yeah, I think.
1: Um, yes. Okay. I, 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 yes. It's it's very similar, but I think Midnight Mass like does it way better.
0: Gotcha. No, I mean, how did you trip on Kaja? Um,
1: purely by mistake. I have no idea. Wow. Yeah. Let me see. Awesome. I gotta. I gotta see if it's called Kaja. I think it is. Um, but man, that Midnight Mass is so good. Everyone should stop everything that they're doing and watch it. Quit watching that Tiger King. Nobody cares.
0: You don't think that Um, garnered a sequel?
1: Come on. Kaja. Nope. It's not called Kaja. It's something with a K. God
0: damn
1: there? Can you do like, um, how do you do, there's got to be like a recently viewed tab, right? Uh,
0: There might be, do you want to finish type tab.
1: Yeah, but I finished it.
0: Yeah, but you might not have went through all of the credits.
1: Movie about volcano doppelgangers. How about that? Oh boy! Um, it's not a movie. Hang on. Show.
0: Up. Yep a uh, a search result for Chris Christopherson. <laughs> no, but it did recommend uh, us. Ah, there you go. A little peel
1: action for you. Yeah, a little peel action. Oh, did there it ever- is. It's called Katla.
0: Katla. Katla. Boy oh boy, that's about mouthful. Yep, Katla. Well, you know, it's it's from Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever finish, or did you watch the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone?
1: No, I did not.
0: Okay, was curious. Here's I'll the thing. Look,
1: I mean, I I need to. I just have this thing where like, I his movies are great, but I just feel like they're all very similar. And you know what I don't like. It's when other people do like the same thing.
0: Uh, um,
1: so we, we watched us. This is like months ago. We watched us and we really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, and somehow to, through watching that, we got recommended the show, they or them, they, them. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. which is like a very similar plot. It's, uh, they are, uh, it's an African American family from Georgia, I believe. And something happens and their kid, uh, is kidnapped basically by these like KKK members. And so they flee, mm-hmm. they flee Georgia and go to California to like make a better life. And, and so they deal with a lot of racial issues and they're like the first family to move into Compton, the first black family to move into Compton. Um, and so they deal with like all this racial oppression being the first black family in Compton. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of stuff like in us where like there's like weird doppelganger people and there's like monsters in the basement. Um, and like as you go through the show, you learn like what these characters are. Um, like I, I don't want to spoil it, but th- there's, there's also some like religious overtones. Um, because one of the monsters that they see was a preacher at the, the original colony that established Compton. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, he, he, this like family of slaves ends up running into the town and the people don't want him there, but he's like, you know, God loves all creatures. Um, but he's like, through this whole time, he's going crazy because he's seeing like visions of God. And through this, like, he ends up basically like sacrificing the family. Um, and this leads to like a centuries long curse on this town. Right. Um, and so there's there's a lot of similar elements. Like it was great. It was like super tense. Hmm. Um, and even though it was only like maybe eight episodes, I felt like it was a little too long. Like maybe six episodes would have been good. Sure. Um, but uh, but it was great. Uh, yeah, I think it's called the them. God. Gotcha. Them. Yes. So that's Spike Jones. Hang on. Spike Jones. Them TV show. It's not Spike Jones, but I feel like it's somebody like Spike Jones. Uh, them. American Horror Drama Anthology Series, created by Little Marvin, that's it, and Lena
0: Waithe. Mm. Yeah, it's quite good, I think it's in Hulu. Well, what's, what's worse, though? Having, like, Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone, and then everybody sort of trying to ape what Jordan Peele brings to the table, mm. or you getting served up things that are very similar to Jordan Peele and it waters down like what he's doing for you.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Like twilight um, zone might not be a great example because people are trying to make it like the old traditional twilight zone episodes. But still, you know, you know, like the Alfred Hitchcock presents that type of thing, and then mm-hmm. it's like other directors and writers trying to write a Hitchcock thing in mm-hmm.
1: an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. It, hmm. Because see, I would say that them is better than us. Okay. But then you, but then you think about it, like the similarities, like even in the name, right? No, for sure. And you're like, could could that be
0: because they could, like, stretch it out to eight hours instead of two hours that Jordan Peele had? Yeah, maybe. There is a benefit to it. Like you said, it went on too long, but at least you got to play in every little bit of that sandbox instead of just an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, that's true. And the thing is, like, I mean, you got to admit, right? Like, if Jordan Peele hadn't done that movie, then you wouldn't get, like, all these offshoots, right? For sure. And that's not like a a knock on Jordan Peele or anything. It's just a knock on the industry. And that's the way it always works, Uh right? Somebody, like, comes up with some new, like, innovative shooting technique, right? Or or some, like, new way to tell a story. And, like, everyone goes crazy about it. And then they just, like, imitate it because it did so well for this person that, like, well, let's rake in some money. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's Um, like John Carpenter with Halloween. Like, there was no... Yeah, right, right. That type of film going on, and then all of a sudden, guess what? A year, year and a half later, there was everyone doing that type of film. Yes. Yes. Um, which I mean, varying, I I'm fine with that. To varying uh, versions of success. <laughs> For sure. For sure.
1: Um, well, you know, that's like, you know, my thing is zombies, so you look at Romero. Like, there were zombie movies before Romero, mm-hmm. but like, they were like extra bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and generally, they dealt with like, traditional zombie stories like haitian zombies right
0: um yeah it didn't have the rule set that romero brought in
1: yeah exactly uh i mean although there is like a really good take on that i don't know if you've ever seen serpent in the rainbow oh yeah uh, that deals with like the haitian style zombies and it's Mm -hmm. freaking it's insane um but like people usually shy away from that right uh they like. To copy Romero or like copy people that like change the rules a little bit, like when 28 Days Later came out, and then you had like the fast zombies, everyone's like, Oh, like, why did it take us 50 years to figure out the zombies could run? Let's just make zombies run now.
0: <laughs> Wes so, Craven uh, did Serpent in the Rainbow, right? Yes, yeah, he's good,
1: yeah, he's great. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know the answer to your question, to be honest. Uh, and again, it's not a, a knock on Jordan Peterson or Jordan Peterson. <laughs> That's Jordan Peterson. Totally different guy. Uh, he's got his own set of rules too. Um, Jordan I think I'd rather
0: like a presents version than everyone trying to do their own version of Halloween. Mm. I think I'd rather like a presents. Like like if something came out like Quentin Tarantino presents, you know, Saturday Western. Then you get Ooh. all of these people doing their own version of a Quentin Tarantino Western. That yeah. might be interesting, but to c- get all of these knockoffs after something's uber successful? Ugh, I don't know. Isn't that what uh, what that
1: one film was supposed to be? Oh, God. It was Tarantino and... Um, crap. You know, it was a double feature.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Rodriguez.
1: Rodriguez, yep. I thought that was supposed to end up being something like that where it would have been more like a tarantino presents like people imitating tarantino movies
0: yeah and both of them imitating uh
1: exploitation films yeah 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 yeah. well and that was another one too right like when tarantino started coming
0: out with movies everyone's like oh well
1: tarantino let's copy tarantino
0: oh yeah then you got like five different versions of pulp fiction and reservoir dogs Exactly,
1: exactly. Which, I mean, that inherently is funny, right? Because Tarantino is just like copying other genres. For sure, yeah. Yeah, so, uh,
0: huh. But some of them are awfully good. Like some of the offshoots, don't get me wrong, some of the offshoots are really good and some are campy and that still might make them good. But it's just like when Pearl Jam gets big or Nirvana gets big and then all the other record labels are like, we need our own Nirvana, Go, go find them. Go, go, go. You know what, Nick?
1: We are master segwayers. Because this leads to the discussion of a documentary
0: we both watched. Uh Uh-oh. Jagged. Oh, yes. Jagged. Yes. (laughs) HBO Max Jagged.
1: HBO Max Jagged. And so here's the funny thing. I even told my wife this. Because you told me about it. Mm -hmm. And I made a joke. Yes, you did. You said that you had watched uh, the Woodstock thing. And then you're going to watch this thing called Jagged. And my joke was, oh, a documentary about Alanis Morissette. And you said, well, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just making a joke. Anyways, that well, night. Well, it's,
0: it's by that production company, uh, Music Box, that did, yes. uh, what was it? Woodstock 99. Woodstock this 99. This was their next one was Jagged. And then last week they released. Um, DMX. Yeah. The comeback year of DMX. Yes. Before he passed.
1: Yep. Um, so anyways, then that night or the next day, my wife's like, hey, there's a documentary about Alanis
0: Morissette.
1: And I said, Nick just told me to watch it. We should watch it. So we watched it. <laughs> Look, you know, I'm not a documentary guy.
0: Shame on you, but okay.
1: I'm not a documentary guy. It's fine. I mean, I, I like documentaries, don't get me wrong, but I'm very selective. Sure. Um, I don't like actively seek documentaries.
0: Yes. We're different uh,
1: there. I... I loved it. It was so good.
0: You know my own the the one critique that I would give to it, I wanted to see the same care put in because it was all about Jagged Little Pill. I didn't know that going in. I just assumed that was the jumping off point and I assumed oh. I was gonna get the same care going into the second album because there's no way you can live up to that. There's no way that isn't a sophomore slump, even if it has like three number one hits. It just is going. It has to be compared to Jagged Little Pill, and it will never live up to Jagged Little Pill. That's what I wanted to hear, but then I quickly just was like, "They're not going to do that. They're obviously not going to do that." Right, right,
1: right. Yeah. yeah, I thought about that at the end when when she's like singing her new song about her kids, mm-hmm. and I'm like, eh, "This song's not very good." <laughs>
0: Oh, I liked it. I thought it was really cute to see her I mean, with it, her daughter. It was
1: it was cute, but I don't know about like a song that you would release, right? Like maybe a song you would write for your kids.
0: Who the hell knows actually what it would sound like with production though, you know?
1: True. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. I just uh, loved seeing her interaction with her kids. I was like, man, that is a loving mom. Holy mackerel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was surprised her kids are so young because she's not
0: young. No, no. But they're cute little kids, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, so it's about like the, the rising of Alanis Morissette from like teeny bopper singer, uh, to Jagged Little Pill, which, you know, I knew the story, but my wife didn't. So she was surprised to like see her touring at malls and shit like that.
0: Um, yeah, during just, like, the Tiffany, uh, Debbie Gibson yep, mall tours.
1: Yep. Uh, but see, I remember some of that talk when Jagged Little Pill came out about how like, oh, she used to be like a teeny bopper in Canada. And I'm like, oh, I got to look this up. Of course, back then it was hard to look stuff up because, like, I don't think we had Google yet, you know? (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, you could find the stuff if you really wanted it. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I I really like that that whole album. Um, I wouldn't be like, ooh, Alanis is on tour. Let's go see Alanis. Um, But, like, you know what? Watching some of the the concert footage, I kind of wouldn't want to see that. Like, that seemed like a fun tour.
0: I wish I went to that tour. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like, taking it, uh, looking back at it, it seemed like she was definitely so in control of everything. But I also can't blame any of the bandmates that were like, this is not our band, this is her band. Like, we're all replaceable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you better get in line. Yeah. But it was Mm -hmm. fascinating to, to hear about the, like, boy, all the sexism and, like, all these people just trying to figure out what all these songs are and who she's dating and who she talking about. And it was just and Oh my God, she's giving a blow job in a movie theater. Oh my <laughs> God. And, and I even looked over at my wife and I'm like, they rake her through the coals cause she might have named a name or she never really names names. yeah But then you see like, dudes on you know you see you see the flip side of a guy saying the same exact thing about a woman and it's just like oh my god she must be a whore <laughs> you know what I'm saying? it's just like oh my god it's it was amazing to see like how the press reacted to her yeah one of the best things i thought in that documentary was her cutting that first single putting it on k-rock which i've never heard k-rock but if you're at all interested in music, especially in the like 80s, 90s, 2000s, you know how big K rock is. That's, you know, that's the money maker that, that makes and breaks artists.
1: Yeah. And well, and, and we had, we had K rock in New York. So
0: yeah, see, I, I never heard it, not in the Midwest. Um, so it was interesting like, Oh, and then they put the single on and it lit up the boards and everybody was wondering where, who the hell this person is. And it's just like, wow, the groundswell. I thought that was such a cool way to, talk about it and illustrate it through the videos and like the concerts going from like 40 people into 5,000 people. As soon as it went onto the radio mm-hmm. it showed how mighty like that type of radio was all radio was.
1: Oh yeah. And that girl from K rock kept on saying it. Cause she's like, goes back
0: then. If you made it on K rock, you made it. Yeah. Cause people don't, Pay attention to that. I mean, I'm sure ask any, ask either of your daughters, like, oh, how many times have you heard Billie Eilish from the radio? My answer would be none, because they don't listen to the radio.
1: Yep. No, we just listen to Apple Music on the car. Yeah,
0: you might listen to Sirius, but you're not going to listen to Sirius through the, you know, (laughs) through the house. You're instantly going to go to your device and listen to it through that.
1: Kids aren't going to get Sirius.
0: No, I'm saying the parents have Sirius oh, and they okay, might yeah, listen yeah. to like Billie Eilish through Siri. Sure I understand. Look, oh,
1: Siri is very chatty tonight.
0: I know. She's very nosy.
1: You need to mind your own business, Siri.
0: <laughs> That's what you need to do. But I thought it was really interesting. I thought that it showed a lot of stuff and especially like the unwanted sexual advances that happened to her early on. Yeah, yeah pretty crazy that she took the high road on everything pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. I mean, the filmmakers might insinuate, but she never verified anything, whether right. it was Dave Goulet or a record producer or, you know, she never, she never commented on it. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty classy. Yeah. Well, it's
1: interesting to see like how, how culturally different we are now <laughs> from like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, Obviously, my kids won't like see it because they're not even 20 yet. Um, and you know, I'm 40, so that's half a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but like we've talked about that before, like the kind of jokes that you can and can't tell right on TV anymore, for example. Um, just every, everything's very like on high alert at all times. Oh, right? trust me. Like,
0: I'm, I'm watching Night Stalker and there was an episode <laughs> where this, this is insane, where this night this possessed suit of armor is trying to break through this door and Kolchak like pushes this dresser into, into it. And he's telling this woman uh, who's in the room to get into the bathroom. And <laughs> she's just like screaming at him and like, what's happening? Oh my God. And he's like, listen, get your broad, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, whoa, like that totally perked up my ears. Like, did he just say broad? What the hell? <laughs> Just like, oh my God, granted it's 1974, but still.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, th- that's a whole separate conversation yeah. uh, that I, I probably don't want to get into. But you know, people are a little oversensitive, I think. For sure, for sure. No offense. Like, my look, my wife hates Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, I, I understand, you know. I, I get it. Um, yeah. but Like, he's he's a fucking comedian. You know what I mean? Uh, like I watched the, the Dave Chappelle stand up mm-hmm. on Netflix that everyone's like super pissed about. I thought it was so good. And I, I thought like the explanation made total sense. Sure. Um, but like everyone's all up in arms. Like Dave Chappelle hates women and gays. And I watched the thing and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it says the opposite of that, but
0: okay. Yeah. Sometimes you they want to cherry pick out certain things that'll help their agenda. But yeah. 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 Honestly, do I think, Joe Rogan, when he's on his podcast and streaming for hours on end, and the places that he goes to to be on other podcasts, do I consider him then as a comedian? Not really. Not really. He's quite the agenda pusher at this point. But guess what? That's why people go to him.
1: Well, isn't that like what all famous comedians do?
0: No, I'm talking more of like a Fox and Friends way.
1: Oh, I see, I see, I see.
0: Yeah, and I can't blame him. Like, dude, the the amount of bank he's bringing in, he could, he moved his whole entire production to San Antonio. You don't think he's making bank? Holy sh like, you ain't gonna, you're not gonna shake that Apple cart at this point.
1: Well, Spotify gave him 100 million, so. Oh,
0: (laughs) It's just like Bill Simmons. He got a shit ton from Spotify as well. Guess what? Guess what? He's not gonna stop talking about sports because that's why they gave him a hundred million. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, I can't blame, I can't blame either of them. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. Joe Rogan at this point, he's not going to look at anything balanced even for comedy. Cause why should he like, he found his lane.
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, and that, that's kind of what Chappelle was talking about in his thing, right? Like he didn't give a shit about the money, right? He walked away from yeah. whatever it was like 50 million to do Chappelle show, um, to like just the do sh- his own thing.
0: I just don't want to compare Joe Rogan to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's a freaking artist. Like, right, Joe Rogan, he, he's an agenda pusher. Uh, like, Jack shock is what we used to call it. Dave Chappelle is. Uh, guess what? He can take as many swing. He'll take swings left and right. And if he says something that is a little off color in a joke, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back around and, like, button that up. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, he, he doesn't just say flippant stuff. He. I don't know. Yeah. But I he's it. one of the, one of the few people that put out multiple uh, live sets on Netflix in a year. And it's, and they're all like, Whoa, that's an interesting, like he just has interesting takes. Yep. Crazy. Yes. Crazy. Chappelle show. I think um, hell. Cause I watched, um, the rock and roll hall of fame induction ceremony for 2021. Oh, and Chappelle uh, inducted Jay Z. So to watch really? him do fifteen minutes on Jay Z and Barack Obama, pretty amazing. Interesting. Yeah. I would watch that. You should, it's on HBO Max.
1: Oh, is it? Yep. Huh. Can I skip like the just this part?
0: Oh, for sure. There's okay. long stretches of stuff you can skip. Okay, Absolutely. Cool.
1: cool. Yeah, I'm not big on uh, on on like award shows either.
0: Yeah. I will say the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the way they do it is almost like mini documentaries, like historical oh, cool. documentaries. Yeah, like you cool. l- you hear the songs that made the person famous. They go through the life story and then it's like, and this is why, you know, they push music forward, that type of thing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I watch, good. That. I'll They're watch
1: good. that. I watch uh, that. I I asked my wife that because we saw a commercial. Matter of fact, it might have been on Jagged. Um, or maybe it was something else. No, we we're watching something on Peacock. Mm. Um, some award, American Music Awards, I guess maybe. And I was like, sure, people still watch those.
0: <laughs> like, who's? I, listen, I watch, I'm for real. Who's watching those? You know what I did with that regarding that? Because I know that was on like two weeks ago. I search on YouTube for the X that I want to see. Oh uh, yeah. So it'll be like, oh, okay, you know, so-and-so performed. Oh, yeah, they're on whatever it was, American Music Awards. But I got to say, I mean, once you go down that rabbit hole, you get to see like all of the people that were on the American Music Awards. I don't think, and I even told Julie, the cruise director, I don't think I ever remember a group that performed on the show twice. And that hmm. BTS performed on it twice. Interesting. And I even told I even told Julia Cruz, director. I'm like, that's how much sway that they have, that they want that group on there twice. So before every commercial, they can be like, coming up BTS, coming up BTS, coming up now performing, and then 15 minutes later, coming up BTS. I was like, damn, that is impressive. I'm like, holy shit, they must just be insanely popular through the world, which they are, obviously. They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, to be on it twice in one show, I can't remember any group that they've had on that stupid award show that was on twice. So, see, you answered
1: my question. Who still watches music awards? BTS fans.
0: For sure. And and guess where they are? Worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guess what? In my YouTube feed, if I see American Music Awards, New Kids on the Block, and um, New Edition... Battle? oh, You know damn damn well I'm tuning into that. Are you kidding me? Come on now. Come on. Battle of Boston right there. Come on. (laughs) Yes. Sure, why not? And I'm sure your wife watched it as well. She did not. Oh, I can't believe that. I thought she She liked boy bands. Hey,
1: you know, she and I went to see New Kids on the Block.
0: Well, then why didn't she watch them on American Music Awards?
1: Because it's not the same. Come on! We saw them. They were in Charlotte like three or four years ago. It was uh, it was Backstreet Boys, not Backstreet Boys. Uh, Boys to Men, sure. and then Paula Abdul, and sure. then no Kids
0: on the Block. That's a pretty stacked lineup, I gotta say. Yeah, Even do for like the- retro, like you know, oldies lineup. Yeah. That's a yep. pretty. You can you can just list off like on fingers and toes, and you'll run out of digits.
1: Yep. Uh, it was good. And I mean, the tickets were cheap. I think it was like 25 bucks a ticket. Damn. Um, and they weren't like bad seats either, which is better than the last time I saw Boys to Men. I saw Boys to Men at the Columbia Country Fair. Oh. Uh, about 10 years ago. I paid $5 for those tickets.
0: Oh, man. I'm yeah. guessing the sound quality at a country fair can't be that good.
1: Oh, no. It was great. It was really? Like the amp- yeah, there's an amphitheater there. Oh, okay.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing that um, I kept thinking when I was watching, uh, when I was watching New Kids on the Block and, and, uh, New Edition, I kept, th- and I even told Julie the Cruise director, I'm like, there's no way those in sync guys aren't furious that they can't go out and do these reunion tours without, uh, Justin Timberlake. There's no way they're not like that freaking Timberlake. Come on. (laughs) We could be up there doing this.
1: Yeah, I do wonder because what's his name? Joey. Joey Fatone. He's like, uh, he hosts like some game show.
0: Oh, he's all over. Yeah, he does like Food Network stuff all the time. And he's on that dumb uh, prank show on True T V. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
1: Common Knowledge. That's the name of his show. Oh, there you go.
0: Sure. Yep. Common knowledge. Interesting.
1: Um, I have never seen them live on TV or, or live on a show. Gotcha. Yep.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: But I used to sing Bye 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 Karaoke.
0: Oh, that was your go-to? That was my jam. Dang. Did you have the moves down from the video too?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was me and two other buddies. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. That was like our halfway drunk point. We would sing Bye Bye Bye. And the ladies loved it. Oh, I'm sure the ladies loved it. I would have loved it. I would
0: have loved (laughs) to have seen that. Pull that video out. I'd love to see it.
1: It's so funny because uh, (laughs) the the girlfriend, uh, they're still together. They're married now. um, But at the time was the girlfriend of the uh, karaoke DJ works for me now.
0: Oh, geez.
1: Yeah. Wild. So she came to me. She's like, did you you used to do karaoke at this place? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you remember me? I'm like, not really. She's like, I used to be like a lot heavier back then. So she showed me a picture. I was like, Oh yeah, I remember you. <laughs> and apparently she like found a way to get into her MySpace page so she oh. could find, so she could find pictures of us
0: doing karaoke. <laughs> oh my God. What? Oh, what would it take to see those pictures? Oh my God. Post those. When oh, you drop this show, post those to the show feed. Holy cow! Uh, yep,
1: yeah, good times.
0: That's awesome.
1: That would have been uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. We used to do karaoke three nights a week. Wow, you're committed. Yep.
0: What was, was your awesome. solo song?
1: Uh, I used to do uh, a lot of hooting the Blowfish. Uh, <laughs> A lot of uh Pearl Jam, Incubus. Oh, I want to be with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do that, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. I used to do that. Uh But no, Incubus, do a lot of Pearl Jam. Man. Um, my buddy Blake and I used to do, uh what's the song? Bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I would do the singing parts and he would do the, the screaming parts. It was awesome. We would oh. bring the house down. We get up on the bar and start like jumping around and singing. Yeah, it's great.
0: Oh, you are so emo. Good
1: times. That that bar <laughs> is not there anymore. It is now like an insurance place. Oh jeez.
0: <laughs> Dang it.
1: Yeah, apparently the owner got caught with cocaine in the bathroom and they shut him down. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like years after we quit going there. Are you Uh,
0: saying that he just didn't give any to the police and that's why he got shut down?
1: I mean, no doubt.
0: I mean, what the hell? You got to share the cocaine, especially with the police.
1: No doubt. I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. Uh, But yeah, so uh, good times.
0: Oh, karaoke days. I told my dad once I I turn 90 and I'm getting into my twilight years, I told him over the weekend um, that that's when I'm going to really develop an awesome cocaine habit. Oh, yeah? And he seemed very supportive. <laughs> I thought at that point, you know, you're you're pretty, you got one foot in the grave, so why not just do something fun? Mm-hmm. And I even told him, I'm like, because you always look at the beginning of the cocaine habit, and that just looks like the best drug ever. And you got to think since you're 90, you're not going to hit the bad part of that drug habit. You'll be dead.
1: That's right. Well, I've decided when I make my first million in crypto, I'm gonna open an ayahuasca clinic. So there Ooh, you go. I yep. like
0: that. I like yep. that a lot. Yep. Good times. Keep me in. Um, keep me in mind if you if you like a like a helper, like an assistant. An assistant. <laughs> you want to be a trip sitter? I don't mind. I'll take care of people. I'm good at babysitting. That was my first job. That's true. Yeah,
1: we, I don't mind. We, We did have to do some babysitting at C2E2, so yeah. And
0: you know me, I'm a good boy, so I I certainly (laughs) like you could trust me with any of the drugs. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be delving into the stash of it. I'll be taking care of the people. I know responsibility.
1: While everyone's doing their trips, I'll play uh, Notorious B.I.G.'s Ten Crack Commandments. Oh man! Uh And then you'll
0: play uh, Bodies at the Floor. That's right. Never really really high up a your lot own of
1: supply. <laughs> yeah, that's when they're coming back up.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You really want them to pop to attention.
1: Yep. Yeah. You know, I do have my, my morning music. Sometimes when I'm, if I'm like super tired and and don't get a chance to get my coffee in the morning, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll play like, um like Alasana, like on full blast on my Apple music in the car, uh, and like freak out all the drivers as I'm driving down the interstate to work. <laughs> So it was just like a shit ton of screaming.
0: <laughs> it's Get like your the, scream it, core on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the perfect morning music.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yep, perfect morning music. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm telling you. Put the yeah, put, put some like mid two po- thousand screamcore on, and bam, you're set.
0: I have one playlist in our in Julie the cruise director and is like common Apple Music. I have one playlist that that just says Nick only. She's wandered in there a couple times, and she's like, "Why do you even listen to that?" And I'm just like, (laughs) "It says right on, Nick Only. Like, why why are you there?" Uh,
1: (laughs) That's funny. See, that's why I'm glad my wife doesn't have an iPhone because I don't have to worry about that. There you go. Yep. There you go. Yep. I try to invite her to my thing because I have a family plan, but she's like. I have to get another app. My God, you're lazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's when you just pick up her phone and break it. (laughs) like, how can we get you a phone? Come on.
1: Yeah. Well, Reagan Reagan needs a new phone, and I was like, what are you going to get? She's like, I was looking at this Samsung, and I was like, you should get an iPhone. (laughs) No, she did not get an iPhone. She got a Samsung. They didn't even have it in stock. She's got to wait like three days. Oh my God. Yeah. She's had the same phone for like four years.
0: <laughs> Ooh, jeez.
1: Yeah. And every year we're like, you might get a new phone. She's like, no, I love this phone. All right. I guess. But now <laughs> it's just like disastrously slow. You know what I mean? So she's like, I have to yeah. get one. But, uh, anyways, I'm not my, getting one. I, I love my 12. I'm going to keep it at least for another year.
0: My mother's husband, I, well, my stepfather, I guess, technically, um, he always, I think he's up rocking a nine right now. Oh, wow. But he bought it two years ago, and he bought it used. That just lets you know, like, how much of a cheapo he is. <laughs> and then he's like, this is f- so much faster than what I used to have, which was like a three. And I, in my head, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's a little faster. But imagine that battery life, like, oh, yeah, yeah. But I always have to plug it in. I, I It's always charging It's like well mm-hmm. yeah no shit. You bought the phone like Four years after somebody Was already using it Like imagine how bad that battery is Yep, but, yep. Yeah, He doesn't want to Yeah but I don't want to spend all that money for a new one it's Just like hey, oh my god Here's an I eye te- roll for you Enjoy Hey I got an eye
1: roll Did I tell you I think I told you Did I tell you you got some AirPods Pro You
0: said you were going to go look at them Oh, yeah, no, I got head. him. I've had him for, like, a few weeks. <laughs> Ooh, and how's the spatial audio?
1: God, it's so good. I texted DJ, and I was like, dude, you need to do your podcast in Dolby Atmos.
0: Oh. That's um, what the—that's what those pods are? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Why did I get first gen? I could be atmos Come on. You could be atmosing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got the, the new model. Um... Yeah, it's good. I thought the battery life was gonna suck. It's actually pretty good. It's good enough.
0: Yeah, there you it's go. It's good Enough. Uh, have you it's great. Have any of them fallen out of your earlobe and almost nope. into the toilet or down the garbage disposal
1: yet? They're very sturdy in there. Okay, good, good. Highly recommended. Uh, the one thing, the one caveat. Uh oh. One caveat is yeah. the noise. Ca- the noise cancellation works all the time, right? Like you can turn it on. Okay. And off. Sure. Sure. Now. The spatial audio is great Ooh. on the phone. Mm-hmm. If I do it on on my MacBook, spatial audio only works in Safari. Weird. Well, like or, you know, on Apple apps, sure, sure. So, like if I wanna if I wanna watch something like Foundation, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the the Apple TV app on the on the MacBook mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it only works on Apple certified screens. So it will only play the video on the MacBook screen, which is 13 mm-hmm. inches. But I have a secondary monitor hooked up that's 37 inches, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to watch stuff there. But the app will not – it'll run in that second monitor. But when I hit play, it moves the video to the other screen. Uh-huh. And it won't let you move it out of that screen. So the workaround is to go to the Apple TV website, and then it works on any screen.
0: Um, you, could you – does the spatial audio work with your Apple TV on your TV screen?
1: Uh, You mean the living room? Yeah. I haven't tried it.
0: Curious about that. I'm curious too. Because that might push me to get – to upgrade my AirPods. I'm
1: curious. I don't know. I'll find out. Yes, um, please.
0: Report back.
1: But so I did all this testing because I wanted to watch Foundation in Dolby Atmos with the, the thing, with the sound thing. The spatial right. Yeah.
0: Art. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic.
0: Is Foundation a Nick show? Now that it wrapped up, I, I oh, need it did to wrap know. up.
1: That's right. I forgot. We should talk about this. Final episode came out. Yeah. Uh, the ending was a little weird. I think. I'm sure some people are upset. I don't know. I just got back on Twitter. Okay. So I don't know what people hate yet. Um, <laughs> I'm You're sure like I'll a find newborn. Out. Yeah, I'm like a newborn. Right. right. You There's just no came hate. out of the pod. Yeah, there's no hate on my feed yet. I'm sure it'll start showing up in a couple of weeks. Right. Um, the way that it ends, it's got like, I don't know how long, 100 years, I think, into the future from like the rest of the story. Um, so I'm sure people are upset. However, the TV show, fantastic. It's, okay. it's It's
0: beautiful. Is it Freddy certified for Nick to watch? Now, I know it's not scary, but is it it's is not. it a show that I, I need to see? Smart sci-fi.
1: 100%. Okay. God. See this down. And here's the thing. This is this is not a like, uh, oh, what should I watch tonight? Let me put on foundation while I read the news. Don't do that.
0: Oh no, I, I want to be completely committed to it. That's why I yeah. didn't want to like skip around or like be waiting for episodes. Yeah,
1: don't do that. Midnight Mass, gotta pay attention. Foundation, gotcha. gotta pay attention.
0: Do I have to pay attention to MTV's the challenge?
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that is.
0: <laughs> but you said MTV,
1: so my guess is no. <laughs>
0: That was a trick question. That would <laughs> absolutely be a no. <laughs> uh,
1: it's it's beautiful. I don't know how much like what the budget is for foundation, yeah. but holy shit! I mean, like it's an eight-hour movie. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So, but I heard yeah. on Brightside Chat uh, a podcast that's on the Interview Legion Network. By the great way, show I, I yeah, absolutely great. Listen, show. I
1: just commented oh. on their last episode. I was very upset. Oh, okay. Because you know, I love me some some sci-fi. Okay, I'm not Mm -hmm. like I'm not a huge fantasy guy, but I do like my fantasy as well. And Mm -hmm. in particular, I love Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Um, Little-known fact: I'm quite a Lord of the Rings nerd. Okay. Yes. Uh, At one point, I was trying to learn Sindarin um, and Quenya, so I could like understand the Elvish languages in the movies. Um, But uh, they were talking about Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. I heard that. And and about how Tom Bombadil wasn't in the movies. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, I don't remember who it was, DJ or John, said, ah, well, Tom Bombadil's not that important anyway. And I replied, "Tis tisk," because Tom Bombadil is very important. Um, Mm. He doesn't have, like, a huge part to play in the story. Um, But if you go into, like, the lore, here we go. Let's get nerdy, folks. Welcome to Nerdy Legion with Nick Wetmore. Uh, If you go into the lore, Tom Bombadil was the first sentient creature in Middle-earth. Uh in many ways he is like god of Middle-earth. Uh and and when like humans started coming over uh with like their own belief system, he like lost his god powers basically, right? Cuz mm. like he wasn't worshipped as god anymore cuz they have like their own gods. So he just becomes like a minstrel wandering the countryside singing songs about things. Um but Tom Babadil is it's like um, oh, oh, what's what's in a Marvel? The the one above all.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the one above all is the god of the Marvel universe. He's only made like three comic appearances since like 1960, um, and he looks like Jack Kirby. Uh, Makes sense. But uh, but it's like one of those characters. Gotcha. Yeah. Tom Bombadil. Anyways, continue. Brightside chat.
0: You kill co- Oh, I I heard from Brightside chat while ta- while they were talking about Foundation, that it's been greenlit for eight seasons? Well,
1: yes. So they talk about that. See, that's why you should listen to Foundation the Podcast, because they
0: talk about this then. Oh, okay. I just, just don't just... – like, you can say that about any series. Oh, yeah, we, we, we have it locked down for ten seasons. That doesn't yeah. mean that they're going to be doing ten seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might have just locked down the principal actors for 10 seasons, or the writer, or whatever. Yep. So
1: this says $45 million epic. That must be per episode. Wow,
0: really? There's no way. I don't know. That's a lot of money times, what, eight episodes? Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot of money.
1: And see, if it was over episodes, that would make sense to me. Because that would be, what, like $300 million? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's an eight-hour movie, so yeah, that would make sense. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh it's excellent. Fantastic uh CG, fantastic art. Okay. Um some some great like tangential stories. And I like that like it's not one story throughout. Like there's mm-hmm. episodes that focus on like specific aspects of the story.
0: Can uh, you I, if I if I had a barometer. Ooh, a bar, ooh you're fancy. I don't have a barometer. Yes. And on one end mm-hmm. I put Battlestar Galactica. Oh, the, here we go. The I knew
1: Knew, and on yep. the
0: other end, I put Dune. Oh, shit. Where, where would the barometer needle be pointing?
1: Wait, that doesn't make sense. That's like, is this show a 10 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10?
0: No, no, no. I'm, I'm just asking, like, pacing-wise. Oh, I want to okay. know, because Dune is awesome, but Dune yes. is slow as fuck. Yes. And Battlestar Galactica is just engaging throughout. Dune's engaging, yes. too, but... Battlestar Galactica has a little bit more pace to it. My point is, if you say the needle is pointing to Dune for pacing, Mm. then I don't think Julie, the cruise director, is going to be aboard. I'm going to be on board either way. I'm just trying to gauge whether I go to bat for a series and then have her pull the rug and be like, "No, we ain't gonna watch that." Come on.
1: I see.
0: I fell asleep after ten minutes. Like Dune. But she yeah. also was like, oh, my God, that was three and a half hours long. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, see, I had the opposite. I said, it was only three and a half hours? I know. I was like, why couldn't part one be six and a half hours? What the hell? Yeah.
1: No kidding. Where's the extended cut? I don't um, know. Hmm. I mean, I think I would put, I would put it closer to Battlestar Galactica uh, okay. in terms of pacing. Um, but I don't know, man. That's tough. Because in many ways, it reminds me more of Dune, but I don't know if that's because of, like, the styling and, like, the type of story than the actual pacing of it.
0: Yeah, listening to Brightside, it definitely sounds very smart, and you also really have to pay attention to it because it's really layered.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, no, like I said, this is not a background. I just
0: don't want it to be a little, like, oh, my God, this is slow. No, I don't think you would. Neither do I, and I also don't want it to be like, this is like an Arnold Schwarzenegger film. No, I don't want that either. I don't want to be spooned that action.
1: Oh, it's so funny you mentioned that. I just watched the remake of Total Recall. Boy, was that yeah, movie and, different.
0: In a it, good it, way or a bad way? I mean, it was fine. Um, was it more like the Philip K. Dick novel? Hmm. No. Um, uh, that's a shame. But it wasn't
1: like the Schwarzenegger movie either. Okay. It was good, though.
0: I enjoyed it. Huh? I might have to watch that. I never have.
1: I would love to see somebody do like Philip K. Dick novel adaptations. Like mm-hmm. exactly like the story. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, like uh what was the one? Scanned Darkly? That was pretty close.
0: Yeah.
1: Scanned Darkly was pretty close. For um, sure. And I love the way that they shot it with that like cell shaded overlay over the actors yeah. acting. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Uh, um, yeah, really but neat. then like,
1: uh, what was the one? The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon and, uh, Mikati. What's her name? Um, oh God. Let me look it up. You know, the girl. That's Mary Cameron to... Diaz? No, no. Oh God. What's her name? Hang on. It is Emily Blunt. Um, oh, yeah. That was nothing like the book. Uh-uh. It was the Adjustment Bureau in name only uh mm-hmm. it was fine i love the movie matter of fact i think i want to rewatch that um but uh it was nothing like the movie um i think his movies are just so hard to do like i don't know maybe it just takes like the right person because i said the same thing about foundation um although you know like this this foundation is nothing like the books either so <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: um, uh, but I would love to see somebody do Philip K. Dick stuff like Philip K. Dick. Um, especially yeah, like Vallis. There is actually a Ballis movie. Um huh. that's pretty close to the story, but it's like, you know, the budget was like five thousand dollars.
0: Ah, gotcha.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh but it's pretty close. Vallas is great. That's some fucked up shit. Listen, Philip K. Dick, I'ma say it. Maybe the best sci fi writer of all time.
0: Ooh, wow. Yep. Send all your hate mail, Dennis, to GeekVine. I'm just saying. Wow.
1: I gotta think. Am I gonna say that? Yeah, I'll say that. Best, hmm, yeah. Look, especially if you read, uh, like, his semi-autobiographical stuff. Um, like, if you read his notes from, like, around the time he wrote Valis, for example. The Valis Trilogy, mm-hmm. um, which he never finished. It's, like, fucking, it's deep. Interesting it's deep. Uh, like uh, there's the thing. So this actually shows up in, in the Ballast trilogy. Um, and it was in his notes. I can't remember if it was in the book or not. Um, but like he had a, a period of like a couple years where, you know, like psychologically he had like a, a, a mental break. Right. So like he's hanging around his house one day. Right. And, I don't remember like the exact story, but I'll just put it this way because it's, it's fairly close anyway. He like orders a pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and somebody comes to the door to deliver the pizza and this is girl, right? And he like, you know, grabs the pizza and goes to pay for it and he notices she's wearing like a Jesus fish necklace. Mm. And like he's like immediately transported to, like Roman times. Okay. Mm. Um, so like this is happening at the same time that he's like getting his pizza and pay for it. Um, and so like, he's having the conversation with the girl about the pizza at the same time. Like he asked her about the necklace and she tells him that like, it's, it's the necklace that Christians wear, uh, so that other Christians know that they're Christian, uh, to avoid persecution. And so it becomes this thing where like he, he's living in two timelines. Um, and in one timeline, he's in Roman times. In another one, he's in the present. Uh, and he's, like, escaping from, like, the Roman bureaucracy who's trying to kill him for being a Christian. Uh, even though Philip K. Dick is, like, a staunch atheist. Uh, until he had this experience, apparently. Um, and uh, there's, like, this whole thing that he goes into through, like, these psychotic breaks that he has for a few years. Where, like, he actually you know this partly uh the stuff that he talks about it with regards to um what what's the one the, the man in the high castle um through oh, these Jesus. breaks he's like living he's living multiple timelines at the same time like fully conscious mm-hmm. um and and determines that like there was some like historical event uh I think it was like with charlemagne or something where like there was this pl- this plot to like erase like a thousand years of history um hmm. in in order to make charlemagne like the legitimate heir to the roman empire right um and that's like what legitimized him as charlemagne uh even though like he had no actual like claim to the throne supposedly uh and it was like this whole plot with the catholic church uh so it's like at the time that they rewrite the calendar into the gregorian calendar. Uh and when they do that like they again erase like 800 years of history or 1000 years of history whatever it is. Um so really like we're not living in 2021 it's really like 1021. Um it's pretty interesting. That's yeah, it's really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um but I that like gave it. him some of the ideas for, for Man in the High Castle and and he plays a lot with that in, in Man in the High Castle. Um where like the the Nazis discover like the portal to the other earth where they lost the war. Mhm yeah it's cool. Good stuff Philip K dick the man yeah he's good He's great uh did you do any Christmas shopping
0: yet? uh bits and bobs nothing great mm-hmm. uh all online so
1: well I'm happy to report that yes. I am complete. I'm finished.
0: Wow impressive
1: yep I'm finished there's like, Look at you, early like bird. A, a lick this like a knickknack um cause we bought Reagan a car. Um, so nice. she doesn't want like a whole lot for Christmas because she knows how much we spend on the car. Um mm-hmm. and I was like, Well, let me see the list. So Heather showed me the list and I was like, Oh, I'll just get this right now. Uh so on the way nice. home from work I just stopped at Best Buy and got some stuff. Um uh, nice. so that was done. And then I was like, Well, I guess I need to order my Christmas presents. Um so I did. I think it'll be here next week. I got Ooh. the uh Spawn Compendium Volume Two.
0: <laughs> Remember we were wondering if that was ever gonna come out?
1: Yep, it's coming
0: out, baby. Oh my god! Um. Yep,
1: yep. Next week. Uh, so uh, in anticipation, nice. it yeah, in anticipation, I started rereading Spawn Companion Volume One. Um, uh, so I'm having a lot of fun doing that. But, oh, that's But uh, yes, yeah, so I ordered that, and then I ordered my wife and I uh, a Yuffie doorbell because we have a Yuffie uh, camera system. So oh, good. She she's been talking about a doorbell, so I got that, and then yeah. I got I got her her present because I was like, listen. If you want something, you better tell me, or otherwise, I know what I'm getting. She's like, I don't really want anything. I said, perfect. So I'm getting something. My <laughs> wife doesn't listen. So your wife is creating my wife's Christmas present. Um, so that'll be fun. And then yeah. this weekend, we went out and got Julie Zoe's the cruise Christmas director
0: presents. is very excited about that.
1: Yeah, very good. Yeah, I sent her some pictures tonight, and she said those were much better. I said, great. They were. Um, they were
0: very cute. Uh, except she did say she has to run out and buy supplies tomorrow. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know how much white I was going to have to use. <laughs> oh, well, do your dog think, is like, just a big snowball. Yeah, big.
1: Well, I mean, her name is Betty White. Oh, she's um, adorable. She's something. and yeah, uh, she is so, something. So that, what so about your Zoe? other daughter? Yeah. yeah, so that lives Zoe. So oh. Zoe gave me a list like two weeks ago, right? Yes. Um, and her list was all closed. Okay, yeah. We just said, perfect. Yeah. Like, you know? Uh, Hell yeah. Which is great. That's why I love when kids get older, because they don't ask for, like, bullshit anymore. Right. Uh, You're not like, running
0: out trying to find a Cabbage Patch kid, which yeah. is, like, near impossible to find.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but here's the thing. I hate shopping, as yes. you know. Um, in particular, clothes shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I was like, okay, cool. So I text her mom and I'm like, make sure you send me like her sizes. Cause like I have an idea. I, li- I like, I know the shoes cause we buy shoes like every couple of months. Sure. Um, I know the shoe size, but like I need like the other stuff. Uh, well, I never get that. Right. I never get the text. Oh boy. So Zoe comes over this weekend and I said, we're going shopping tomorrow. She's like, ooh, what are we getting? I said, we're buying your Christmas stuff. She's ah, like, you She said, dad, we can't buy my Christmas stuff. I said, why? He said, cause then it won't be a surprise. I said, Uh-oh. Listen, I don't like, I don't like clothes shopping and you have very particular t- tastes. I want to make sure that you get exactly what you want and right. that it, it fits you correctly. So we're just going to go shopping. Okay. This was a great learning opportunity, Nick, Um, uh, because between clothes and shoes and stuff that we got, I spent like 500 bucks and she was aghast, appalled even. That things that cost that so much. much money. Yeah, that things cost so much money. <laughs> Welcome
0: to the real world, baby.
1: And so that's what I said. I said, let this be a lesson for you. And uh, you know, in five years, when you start working and you start realizing <laughs> how much things cost, <laughs> uh, she actually felt bad. She at one point she wanted me to put stuff back, right? So I went to this one store and got like a bunch of pants and shirts and hoodies and crap and a belt and some other stuff. And I go to the counter and the lady's checking out. And then I noticed she's like looking over to see the total. And I'm like, oh, she's paying attention. And then she looks, she's like, dad, that's like $300. I feel bad. We need to put this stuff back. I said, no, no, no. This is what you asked for. This is what you're getting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just please stop growing until Christmas. Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we went to the van store and got uh, some more stuff there and got shoes there. But, uh, man, they have some cool vans. I don't know if you know this. Uh, look, I used to wear vans back in the day. Matter of fact, I still have a pair of vans. Uh, but I almost bought a pair. Uh, number one, I do need shoes. So I have a couple oh. pairs of Toms. Uh, Toms are great. They're very comfortable, but they don't last very long. So I need some new shoes. Uh, okay. But, uh, so we're in the van store, and they have horror movie edition vans. okay oh yeah yeah so called the
0: halloween or friday the 13th ones
1: well so the ones that they had there uh one was the shining so they had two different ones for the Ooh. shining uh one were like low top slip-ons um i can't remember what it was that, that they said on them uh and then the other ones were high tops uh, that look kind of like the ones that she has, except she's she's got some high tops and on the side. It has, like, flowers and rainbows and unicorns and crap, like, going down the side. Um, uh-huh. This one was, like, a very similar style, but it said, like, red rum all the way down in yellow. Um, and then on the on the sole, cool. on the side, it said The Shining. Um, and I was like, oh, those are awesome. And then I looked right next to them, and they had Freddy Krueger vans.
0: Ooh. Okay. What did those They're,
1: say or do on them? They don't say anything. They're high tops, high top Vans, okay, and uh-huh. they're they're col- they're striped and colored like Freddy Cougar's shirt.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I thought so there's they were no, so cool. Uh, so there's no font or words or nope. anything on them.
1: Nope. I mean, it says Vans just all symbol on the
0: side. Yeah, but still, it's all like it's the symbolism that'll let people know. Oh, this yeah. is yep. whatever, whatever it is. Yep. Yeah.
1: If if I enjoyed color of any kind. Uh, if uh-huh. it wasn't a dark, dark soul, I would have bought them. Um, oh, but were, you didn't buy them? No, they don't match anything I have. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on! They were cool though. Those oh, shinings
0: would have been calling to me.
1: Yeah, the other Shining ones had uh the the twin girls.
0: Yeah, it had those
1: on the front where the toes are, oh, that's like the cool. top of the foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had the
0: Shining on them. Yeah, they were cool. That sounds great. Look, if That was... was on the back of the heel. You know, the um, long part. Because that's where the twins should have been. I don't know. I don't remember. So from the back, they, they're both standing together. Yeah, that would have been cool. I don't know, but they but were still, cool. still, come on. Way to go Vans. Right? It's Hell so weird, yeah. too. I was talking to
1: somebody at work today, telling him the story about shopping at the van store, and mm-hmm. he's like, he says something about Champion. So I was like, Yeah, like all the stuff that we wore back then is like coming back. And he's like, Yeah, like Champion. And I was like, It's so weird that you say that. Because at the van store they sell champion <laughs> stuff. And remember like Sheesh. back in the eighties, you you'd buy champion stuff at like uh at like Walmart. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You get like a champion yeah, hoodie that for like five Penny. bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it yeah. was. But they were like cheap, right? Oh yeah. Dude, but now champion's like a name brand. <laughs> it's so weird.
0: Yeah, they ain't cheap anymore. No, she looked at one of the hoodies are you that saying, were like 80 bucks. Are you saying my sweet gray high-top kangaroos are going to come back? Look, no doubt. With the zip pocket that I could fit all of 35 cents into? Look,
1: everything that that Zoe is into, I wore in like 1995. Nice. Okay? Um, nice. Everything that Reagan's into, uh, I wore in like
0: 1987. Oh, Nice. So she's yeah. into like Cosby
1: sweaters? Uh no, 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 no. Like uh like Hawaiian like weird Hawaiian shirts.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Uh
1: like the, you haven't watched Stranger Things, have like you? Like
0: Saved by the Bell, that type yes, of stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh and Rang has got a very particular style. It's like that, but like mixed in with like gothic stuff. Um nice. so like she just got this sweater that looks like straight out of nightmare before Christmas. Um, or like, nice. like Cheshire Cat, where it's like black and, black and white stripes on the sleeves all the way down. Yeah. And so she's got these like goth boots. Um, she got some black ones last year, or maybe it was the year before. Um, and last year for Christmas, she went to white ones. And so now that she's got like several shirts or sweaters that have like black and white striping on them, she wears mm-hmm. like one black boot and one white boot. Nice. Um, with like knee high striped black and white socks. Uh yeah it's pretty cool.
0: Nice. I wish I would have thought about that when I was in high school. Yeah. Like why didn't cuz as boys it's just like you wear a pair of shoes until they fall off your feet. Oh uh, yeah. And it would have been so much better to be like I'm going to buy this one color of Chuck Taylors and then this completely opposite color and then just switch up the shoes.
1: Yeah yeah. See we didn't get that fancy. We just did socks, different colored socks.
0: Oh yeah, we did that too. Yeah.
1: Uh It's so weird though, like, uh you know, like Zoe wants these ripped up pants, right? It's like 65 mm-hmm. bucks for a pair of jeans. And I'm like, shit, like when I was your age, we would just get regular jeans because you couldn't buy jeans with holes in them, right? Like mm-hmm. you had to put your own holes in them. I was like, we can just buy $10 <laughs> jeans and I'll put some holes in it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because that's what we used to do. So um, nice. we did have a talk because we were shopping. She's like, oh, I want these. And I was like, yeah, you've been saying that for months. But, like, you never buy them. And I was like, Um, why don't you, like, do this instead? She's like, well, when I go to the skate park, I got to wear my skate clothes. And I was like, you're missing the point. Like, the skate thing is like a, a counterculture thing. You don't, like, wear something because everybody else wears it. You know what I mean? Like, you do your own thing because you're, like, F That's the man. um great. And then she's like, oh, so then I should just get these. And I was like, perfect. And then we had a smooth shopping experience. Ah, perfect. Yes. So maybe she got it. I am jealous that she got a couple shirts. That I'm like, damn, I wish I had those when I was, like, 15. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's so great.
1: It's cool. We didn't have cool stuff like that. I mean, we had band shirts, but these weren't band shirts.
0: But they were cool. Yeah, they pretty limited with boys' stuff. Unless you went into the really cool stores.
1: Mm, listen, I remember going to the girls' section to buy lady jeans. Oh. Okay, because back then there were no skinny jeans for men. So you had to buy women's jeans in a size that would fit you.
0: Uh-huh. uh-huh. But now you can just buy skinny jeans. You're like the lead singer of my chemical romance wears skinny jeans. I have to find skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: I see the videos. I need to wear that. No, it wasn't that. It's just like, hmm, what can I get that people would be like why are you wearing that? Be like, ha, mm.
0: lady jeans. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. See, I saw, like, I would see Crowded House Something So Strong video, and I would be like, I need that haircut.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: <laughs> that haircut. And then yes. realize, oh, my God, I have to put so much hairspray in this hair. Why did I get that haircut? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It'd be okay. right. Those were the days. But did the ladies pay attention? Hopefully. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah.
1: For sure. Right. For sure. Uh, listen, lady loves uh, guys that don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? That's how I got all the ladies back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Ask my wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about nothing. I don't care about it nothing. Attractive like a magnet.
1: Actually, you know what? I still don't care about much. So there you go. Uh it's
0: true. You're in a mm-hmm. uniform every day. Every
1: day, so easy. I don't even. Have to Who would have thought? It. I wore a hoodie to work today. Uh, <laughs> it was so a, funny. Black yeah, a black hoodie. Yeah, black hoodie. Of course. Uh So I wore a black hoodie to work today, and uh, and one of my employees, um, I don't know, I don't know why he had it. Um, but like we have radios for different departments. Um, in case like, you know, if like we need to reach somebody, to, somebody at a the specific department, they're not at their desk, you just radio them. Right. Um, sure. so like he had the radio and he's new. Like I just hired him like three weeks ago. Uh, but uh-huh. he had the radio and I went up to him. I was like, everything you're all right. He's like, yeah, everything's great. He said, I got the radio. I said, cool. He's like, do I look like a manager with it? And I looked at him. I said, nah, bro, you don't look like a manager with it. I said, but you know what? I'm wearing my hoodie today, so I don't look like a manager either. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, it was funny.
0: Oh, well, that's good.
1: We had a good old time today. Good old time. Hopefully tomorrow's easy because then Wednesday's the end of the month and that always sucks. So, Oh, boy. Busiest day of the month.
0: Are most people starting to like look towards how many days off do, can I get in December before the end of the year?
1: Uh, Nope. <laughs>
0: no <laughs> Nope
1: Uh I told them they gotta spread it out I mean some people ah. have no choice Uh Like I got one guy that was on vacation Two weeks ago, he's on vacation this week And he'll be on vacation again In like two or three more weeks Because uh, nice. he's been there for like 20 years So he has like five weeks Nice. Yeah, but uh outside of that Most people have only been there like A year, maybe two um, uh-huh. Like there's a couple people that have been there for a few years But most people are fairly new uh, so they gotcha. don't have a lot of vacation time anyway.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, yep. Except for you, you have tons. No, I don't. No, you. No, I know you don't. Yeah, I, I don't have any until March. Oh, yep. dang it.
1: Yep, but uh, I did talk to my boss, and he's like, "Yeah, just take like a few days off." I was like, "All right, great."
0: <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I... clock
1: in or anything anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Yeah. I remember in my previous job they would uh they'd be like, We're going to send you home early, like for Thanksgiving, that that oh, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. You get an email at like ten o'clock. HR has decided to send everyone home early. So make sure you're all done and if there's any possibility of you able to leave at four o'clock, feel free. And always in my head, I'm like, four o'clock? Like, how is that early? <laughs> Give me a break.
1: Yeah, four o'clock. I'm like almost home by four o'clock. Um,
0: like, that's crazy. That is, that's an insane thing to offer. And yeah, it was well, always I mean, like, if only you can get your work done, or if you need to be covered, make sure your boss knows that, you know, you have coverage. Yeah, yeah. I'm like four o'clock, you know, eat rocks. What the hell?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I sent some people home early last week and I'll be sending some early this week. Uh, cause everyone like at the corporate office, everyone's on vacation. You know what I mean? So like sure. there's not a whole lot going on. Um, it's
0: kind of like slow to yeah, go. If there's any fires, hurt. there's, there's a lot less fires. I'm guessing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, there's not much going on for most people. Um, like even my workload's pretty smooth right now. Um, That's good. You know, I'll have month end here shortly, but. Outside of that, like, there's not much going on. Um, nice. So I'm just chilling. Matter of fact, we spent, like, <laughs> uh, I was in my office talking to like, a couple people for, like, two hours this morning. I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. We're just bullshitting. Oh, that's um, great. Just because, you know, slow time of the year. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, it ain't like being at a store where we're like, God bless those people.
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, your your workflow ebbs and flows, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I'll be pretty slow probably until
1: February or so. Then I'll start picking hey, since, back up.
0: Hey, since you just jumped back on the old Twitterverse. Mm, yes. One one quick thing, because I'm sure you haven't seen it because you didn't pay attention to any of my tweets. Oh. One quick thing. How many Marvel Epic Collections have you read?
1: Oh, God, I don't know. A few? Like, less than less than ten, probably.
0: Okay, so you have. Good, good. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I just discovered them probably this year. Not that I didn't buy them, I just never decided to read them. And I love that it's not just all consecutive of a title. That mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is whatever. Um, Craven's Last Hunt, and that went across all four titles of Spider-Man, and they cherry-picked out those issues in any, like, stragglers. But, uh, it's amazing how many great like extras are in that. I love mm. some of the cover art and some of the like unused like page layouts and stuff like that. I find yeah. that fascinating. Well Comixology has a Epic Collection sale going on now through I don't know when you're putting this episode out, mm. but it's through Sunday, I wanna say. Oh. But uh, the Epic Collections are three ninety nine each, which is a freaking steal.
1: Interesting. So
0: highly recommend. But I didn't know if you ever read any. That's why I was like, well, if you haven't read any, you should give some a try.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've read a few. Um, I'm trying to think what I have. Most of them are digital. I do have, I think, one of the Hulk ones, maybe two. Um, in, gotcha. in trade, like the actual book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but most nice. of the ones that I have are digital, yes.
0: Yeah, I just have never seen them that cheap for $3.99. That's why I was like, ooh, I should let you know if if you're at all interested you should jump on that
1: yeah no i'll check that out i think i'm gonna go just like you know i haven't read that many comics in the past few months um i just i feel like the number all right this is gonna be maybe an unpopular opinion i feel Mm. like the number of like interesting books like current books has Mm -hmm. dwindled dramatically
0: you mean overall or just from the big
1: two? Overall. Gotcha. Uh, in particular from the big two, though. Yeah, uh, but I overall.
0: would definitely the big two.
1: So I think some of that is like there's still like shipping issues, right? And like scheduling mm-hmm. issues. And then there's like paper shortages. So like there's definitely like diminished volume. And so For I sure. think as, as a result of diminished volume, like people are just doing like the stuff they know will sell. Um, and generally like... That stuff isn't as interesting to me. Cause For like sure. the stuff that won't sell as well is like trying like cool stuff with storytelling. Um, so maybe like that's part of it, but as a result, and, and really I think this is spawned, uh, pun yeah. intended from, uh, from me getting this volume two. I think I am going to just get like any possible like collection of like late eighties, early nineties comics. Mm. a lot of which like i haven't read in forever right
0: so it's sort of not even a memory lane it's just it's like especially the titles when i when i switched over to independence and vertigo and stopped with capes and cowls i would look at the covers but the last couple of years i've actually been going back and like oh i remember those covers for punisher now i can finally read them yeah that type of thing yeah it's yeah. good yeah.
1: Yeah, see, you get it.
0: Yeah, that's Uh,
1: awesome. And see, part of this is, and I think you're the one that mentioned it, there's a Kickstarter for a Cyber Force Mm
0: -hmm. complete collection. Yeah, 30th anniversary or something like that?
1: 30th anniversary Cyber Force collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Collecting, I think it's like all of Volume 2, right?
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: So it's it's not the original four-issue miniseries, no. But every but the whole like the actual ongoing after the miniseries,
0: yeah. And everything else,
1: and everything else. Uh, it's six hundred and like seventy pages.
0: Yeah. When's not that supposed steamy. to be released, or uh, when are they hoping to have it released?
1: The Kickstarter said August. Oh man, that's so good. Talk about a which, present. Which let me tell you. I know because my birthday's in September. You see? No, I'm
0: just <laughs> saying you pay for it now. And then yeah. <laughs> all the problems, just if you don't pay attention to your emails that, Hey, it shipped. Hey, it's coming. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's like the best white elephant gift you've ever received. Look, story so of, of my of life,
1: life. Okay. I still have unopened <laughs> boxes of comics in my garage. <laughs>
0: um,
1: someday, someday. One of these days I'll get to yeah, it. Okay. Someday. Promise. But uh, yeah, I think you shared it to me. And, I love Cyber Force. Oh, I know you did. Loved it. Um, so obviously I had to get in. Yeah, um yeah. Right I just went in like the early bird special right now, but I might change it. God. Um I haven't decided yet.
0: Well what do you what are you thinking about bumping it up to? What's the um, tier?
1: I don't know. Let me go on their website. Um how do I is this it? Hello. Kickstarter. All right <laughs> I think it's,
0: I think it's really exciting that you're gonna go back and read stuff from a comic book period that you used to love, but you just probably didn't have the money for it or just weren't all that interested in certain titles. And now it's like, Oh, I'll pick that up. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
1: Might as well. Uh, let's see. So I got in on that with just, just the, I think it's the hardcover with the like limited edition dust jacket and a book plate, Mm -hmm. right? Like a signed book plate. Um, but they have like, you can get it with like a, a pen. They have like prints or shirts, or, like, Dang. a combination of those or, like, the whole package. Um Oh, man. Yeah. I'm consider. I I might do the whole package. Dude, the whole package is 110 bucks, right? So it's, like, a 700-page hardcover with the limited edition dust jacket, the book plate, this, like, number one, like, 30th anniversary variant, Um the me, shirt, the, like all that crap.
0: Let me ask you. Go on yeah. to Amazon and yeah. look at any omnibus that's 700 pages. I, oh, yeah, no, it's $100 bucks at
1: least. I
0: dare you to find one that isn't $100, $125, 150 price point,
1: Yeah, if especially still print, from
0: the big two.
1: If they're still in print, it's 100 right. to 175 That's what I'm if, saying. If like they're you're, in print.
0: You're getting the whole kit and caboodle for cheaper than you would like a big two omnibus. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great value.
1: Oh, wait a second. I need this, too. Uh-oh. Stone. The Stone Omnibus. What is that? Brian Havilland and Wills Portacio. Ooh.
0: Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. Yeah. The this Stone is a us. traditional episode of Nerdy Legion. You are buying stuff.
1: Man, I need that. Here's what I hate, though. So I got it in the Cyberforce cover, right? The Cyberforce thing. And it suggests you stuff. Yes. Yes. Okay? Which is great, but suggest me stuff I can still buy. Right. Right. Because it, it suggested, like, the Darkness hardcover volume 2, which ended, like, two months ago. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I want that, but I can't get it because the Kickstarter's over.
0: Son of a bitch.
1: Um, so I have to wait. Um, but I do want to, so I'm excited for this. Uh, he, and here's, I was very sad though. Hmm. I was very sad. Um, because there is like an absolute Wildcats. Ooh. But it's out of print. Ah. Um,
0: so. What run I, of the Wildcats? The original run.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if they did it as a Kickstarter or or what it was, Hmm. Um, but I remember when they released it, and my dumbass never bought it.
0: Damn it. But
1: I want it. (sighs) Uh, So if anybody listening has a copy of Absolute Wildcat's hardcover that wants to sell ya boy, (laughs) uh, holla at ya boy, because I want it.
0: I only um, want the hardcover edition of Wildcats from uh, Joe Casey and Sean Phillips. So that's the, the one you can holler at me.
1: The only collection you can get right now that's still in print is the um, Wildcats by Alan Moore. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but that's not what I want to read right now. Right. Right. Plus, Alan Moore, like, really liked Majestic for some reason. Oh, just, Yeah. I'm not a big majestic guy. Same here. You know.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: but give me that original team. Uh, Dang it. So, so I want that. I need to find. I haven't even looked yet, but I want to get like a Gen 13 hardcover, no, uh, any- like a Deviate hardcover. Like I want to get. I want to get the. Or, I don't know if they had one because you can get like the the Max Maximized collection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I want like the original, like. Dirty, dingy max collection,
0: right? Ooh. I
1: don't want like the maximized, like prettified version of it. Um,
0: what yeah. about the authority?
1: Uh, authority I have already. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what would be cool. Like, dude, all right. So, you know, I love me some stormwatch, mm-hmm. but if, if there was like a stormwatch compendium hardcover, I'd Ooh. jump on that. Ooh. Matter of fact, let me look stormwatch hardcover. That's not a hardcover. Ah, oh, that is hardcover.
0: Wait a second. <laughs> I think I think I just discovered another thing I want for Christmas. Is this the whole run? What's
1: this say? Um. Oh no, this is not the original. This is like, the, yeah, this is the second run. This is like the Warren Ellis stuff afterwards with like Jenny Sparks. Yeah, I don't want that. I mean, it's great. It is, but yeah. I don't want that. I want the old school shit. I want all the 90s, early 90s image stuff in hardcover is basically what I'm telling you right
0: now. <laughs> is that where your brain's going right now?
1: Yeah, that's where my brain's going right now. Gotcha. I just, I just want those. Um,
0: there's nothing wrong with
1: that. No, I know. I know. Um, and I want to find like a new edition of like the complete bone. Uh, oh, nice. Cause I, I've got one. I've got the, uh, the paperback that they came out with like, Fucking, I don't know. Twenty years ago, mm-hmm. um, that's the whole series. But dude, I've read it so many times. That thing is
0: ragged. They don't have. A, they never kickstarted a hardcover version of that. I'd be shocked. Oh, interesting.
1: I don't know. Um, who was that? Jeff Smith, right? It is. Uh, let's see. Twenty eleven. Oh, this is newer than what I have. But that's not the full series. Twentieth anniversary edition hardcover. 1,344 pages. Oh, Beautiful. Ooh, let me see a picture of this bad boy. <gasps> I need that. It comes with a slipcase. Ooh, nice. Wait a second, this is in color? I don't want color? <laughs> I want black and white, goddammit. That's not how it's made. No, what is this garbage, Jeff Smith? Uh, I don't know, I might buy it anyway. Uh-oh. It's on sale for 100 bucks. Nice. What a deal. Uh, why can't I get like, uh, hmm, interesting. Anyways, that's, that's my thing right now. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get all the 90s comics in hardcover. And if I can't find it, I'm going to contact Omaha and I'm going to get it to make me a goddamn hardcover.
0: Ooh, yeah. that's awesome.
1: I don't even know. What, what do they charge? They can't be that. Long. I couldn't tell you. I've never done it. Omaha binding. Is that what they're called? I think that's right. Anyway, I'll look that up later. This is not material for a podcast, okay? This is like... I don't or, know. This is early Nerdy Legion episodes where we did shopping as we discussed the show. That's over.
0: That show's I, over. I like you shopping. It's fun.
1: Uh, Yeah, I like me shopping too. It's fun. Yeah. We should do some NFT shopping while we're at it. da da, da, da. Oh, man. There's that goddamn Bored me, Ape again. Make me look, some it, money. Nick, it did it again. Open a new tab. Board Eight Yacht Club. I'm not buying a board eight. Make me That's... some money, Ferretti. Come on. Make you some money. Yeah. I'm trying to make me that money, baby. No, do it for the both of us. All right. I'll share parts of the proceeds with you. Yeah. Well, I'll donate to the cause. Don't get me wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh very good, very good. What
0: else you got? Nothing. I think I went through everything with you interesting i I had a little checklist and i just went down it all
1: very good i don't have anything either i think that's all i got hey um i feel like i had more but i can't remember it's been so long you know what i mean and i'm old that's
0: the way it goes buddy
1: that's how all of our
0: episodes go yeah that's but now but now since we talked about that collection i put you on the spot you're gonna have to release this thing
1: oh no yeah yeah, i'll put it out uh what's tomorrow Tomorrow's Tuesday, Oof. man. I I like this new uh, Monday recording thing. It's yeah? way better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Monday
0: recording's good. You don't uh, I'll have the this the air night. isn't out of the balloon as much as it was <laughs> Thursday or Sunday, dude. Thursdays, like <laughs> Thursdays.
1: I like Thursdays because it's like week's almost over, right? Yeah. It gets me a little reprieve before like an actual day off. But For then sure. like. Some weeks, man, by Thursday, I'm just fucking beat. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, Um, You and me both, buddy. (laughs) There were times where I was just like, oh, I can't wait to record. And this was like 3 o'clock on a Thursday. (laughs) I can't wait to record. And then as soon as I get out of my chair, I'm done with work, I ate. And then it's like I literally would sit on the couch, (laughs) not lay on the couch, just sit. And uh, three minutes later, I'd be asleep. Because the mm. week just took it out of me. Yeah. yeah. And Monday, I don't feel that way. Monday, I'm like raring to go. Let's go. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. Well, see, and Sundays was like similar, but for different reasons. Because everyone wants something on Sundays. Like they want to go oh, places yeah. or they want like honey do lists. So you know. Yeah. And then like Monday's work week. So you're like, oh, I know. <laughs> it should be relaxing. <laughs> the dread of not. Sunday <laughs>
0: night, like, oh boy, here comes a whole week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Of
0: a bee. Yep. It is what it is.
1: Very hey, good. Hey, so uh let's uh let's go ahead and wrap this up here. How about that? Heck yeah. Uh hey, I did buy a domain though. You know what domain mm-hmm. I bought? No. I can't I can't even use it yet. Oh. I bought geekvine.nft. See? I changed my name on purpose because yeah. I bought the domain. Uh, but Smart. I can't uh, I can't actually point it anywhere yet. because uh, it's like a brand new service, so I can't do it till like uh, December 9th, I think. Dang it. Geekvine, NFT. And you know what the coolest thing is? Hmm. All the domains actually are NFTs.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, it's very cool. I like uh, it.
1: Anyways, we'll talk about some other time. Let's wrap it up here. Thank you for listening. Oh, we forgot to talk about it. I'm back on Twitter. You know what? Here's what happened. Hmm. I I broke Twitter. Okay, let me huh. tell you about this real quick. I broke Twitter yeah. because I got back on Twitter like two days ago uh, just to see what was up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know what? It's like a fun place again. And I thought I was going to need like a full year away from Twitter. It turns out not the case. Oh, look at that. Um, yeah, it turns out not the case. I think I had a, a nice enough break. Uh it looks like my my feed has been cleansed and uh, and I can return again. Um anyways. Well,
0: I back, get, I get
1: I get back on Twitter. Today, huge announcement.
0: God.
1: Jack Dorsey quits Twitter. <laughs> Coincidence? Most likely. But anyways, Best. I'm back on Twitter. So uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with Nick at Nick Wetmore. I am at Geekvine. The show is at New Legion. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.